That was we it. Bye, guys. <laughs> this is the final ep- the episode of the season, episode 26. Actually, it's more like episode 28. But either way, episode It's the 20- Z episode. It's the it's Z the episode. It is the end of an of an era. Mm, maybe. Debatable? No, maybe not. I mean, but either way, it's the end, end of the of first time. season. It's, our time. <laughs> it's the end of the first season. We've gone through 26 letters. Uh, probably Z was probably the hardest to pick because there's not many Z movies no. unless you pick. No, it was X. Nice it, try. X was hard. X was hard. It was but X. X was tough. But yes, but if you pick Z, I mean, you, we, I could have gone like very artistic and gone with Z, directed by Costa Gravas. But, you know. I don't know if you've seen that. By the way, this is movie. movies on the rocks, folks. <laughs> this is movies on the rocks. Sorry about that. This is movies <laughs> on the rocks. Um, uh, we are here. Uh, my name is Tomas. We also got Derek on the on the line here. Yo, what's up? And we got, of course, Eric. Hello, hello, uh, hello. Look, like, with that, with that, with that, with that soft, sultry voice. That's like, how I get the ladies. It's like it's exactly like, how I do it. It's like velvet, ladies. I'm like velvet, girl. You beautiful. Mm. <laughs> That's Hold what on, I, I, I need to go change my, my pants real quick, guys. Oh, I'll be back. Good lord. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I got God. my wife. I was like, hey, girl, you you're beautiful, like, baby. You're like, hey, hey, girl. Is it like want, a, you want beautiful, babe. Is it like a 90s R&B video? Yeah. It's like <laughs> that meanwhile, middle of the song part where they're like, hey, girl. <laughs> exactly. I just want to let you know I've been thinking about you all night. I've been so, thinking about you all night, girl. And I just want you to know that tonight when I dream, I'm going to be dreaming about you. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, as uh, as Derek said, this is uh, movies on the rocks. Uh, here we talk about movies. Uh, we go through the alphabet as we've done for the last for, for this first season. Uh, regardless of genre, we've gone everywhere from Akira, which is anime, to Last Starfighter, which is eighty sci-fi, to I don't know Taxi Driver, which was utterly depressing, and I hope to never watch that movie ever again. <laughs> Words. To now, letter Z, of which we are what we are going to talk about: Zatoichi, the Blind Swordsman, starring Takeshi Kitano and a host of other Japanese actors. Um, uh, But before we go into that, let's go ahead and have a small disclaimer. So, Derek, please take it away with a disclaimer, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as the name of the show, I don't know, hints at. Uh, we're going to be drinking while we're uh, recording here. And, and if it's legal, wherever you are and you're of the legal drinking age, please join us. Feel free. Uh, pull up uh, whatever chair you like to relax in. And I don't know if you do this while you're driving or whatever. Don't drink and drive, though, please. Um, anyway. What? <laughs> I don't Jesus. know. I think, of like, I think of like when people like listen to podcasts, they're usually driving, right? This is true. This is true. And so this is a drinking show. This is not a driving and drinking show. Okay. This is a drinking at home or listening and driving. Exactly. Regardless, my point being, um, we're going to be drinking. We might say something that might come off offensive. We don't mean it that way. We apologize. Call us out. I need to be uh, kept aware of stupid shit that I say. So let mm-hmm. me know. I would love to be checked on that because, uh, you know, the smarter we are, the better we are. So that all being said, if it's legal to drink where you are and you're not driving, please grab a drink. If uh, it's not, you know, legal for you to drink with whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, or whatever, 
I don't know, grab a glass of Kool-Aid. It's still really good, just like it was when you were a kid. Um, and beyond that, uh, let's get on to it. All right. Yeah. And, and by what Derek means, as far as check him, uh, it means contact him directly. So that way you can satisfy <laughs> his S and M desires. You know so. what? Find me on Instagram. <laughs> Let me know. He I am wants open you to, to being he, corrected. He wants you to whip him with a cat of nine tails mm. so that he can call you mistress or mister, whatever is your, whatever. Definitely didn't say that, but okay. if that's what you took away from <laughs> my statement. I mean, that's what I inferred. On. That's what I inferred. Eric, Eric, did you infer that too? I mean, I heard it. Okay. That's what I thought you were saying. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm not, this is a judgment free zone, bro. Exactly, bro. I know, I know, I know just off camera, you got one of those fuck swings. I know it. (laughs) There's no easy way out of this situation. So, sure. Why not? Okay. (laughs) All right. You guys do you. (laughs) No, well, I mean, I mean, somebody does you apparently. Um, All right. So, (laughs) soon to be father, folks. If you haven't caught that episode, All right. Well, either way, we're gonna go ahead and go through our drinks. So, um, just so we get off get off on a good good note, I'm gonna go with mine for first. I'm gonna kind of oh, little ASMR action as always. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know I'm going with a little bit of Old Faithful. I just closed out. Finally, just closed oh God, out. If you say it, I my swear. bullet bourbon. Oh, my brother's okay. bullet bourbon. So having the bullet bourbon with Coke Zero. Oh, that coming. I, knew I just, it. I, I knew I just, it. I knew to take I off just, my headphones, and I, I still didn't do it. I literally just clipped the freaking thing now. Dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, Zencaster so yes. just broke. Yes, exactly. So it's I'm having bourbon with Coke Zero, and I'm enjoying it profusely. So, Derek, what are you drinking tonight, baby? Man, I decided to dial it back. I had a big dinner, man. I've got Corona <laughs> Premier. Nothing, nothing fancy. Um, I'm trying to keep. Sane. Although I will mention uh, to anybody who heard the episode, uh, the last episode, uh, you know the the whiskey with the big ball of ice thing. Yeah, which you were really yeah. excited it was about. great. Yeah. By the time that whole ball had met it, I was really, really having a good time <laughs> with that thing. Yeah. I don't know if I was just really drunk at that point, but possibly. Either way, good Eric, stuff. what do you got, man? What are you drinking, there, Eric? What so you drinking, Eric? I'm uh, I actually am really mad because like I I made my drink and forgot I had other drinks. So I made <laughs> it was, I made a. Uh, are you a, having FOMO alone? Yeah, man, <laughs> by myself. <laughs> like severe self FOMO. FOMO. Yeah. So tell me um, about this. What did you make, and what do you wish you made? I made I made uh in uh, a and w zero with vodka. Okay. Okay, but forgot that my wife bought that new Topa Chico, that hard Topa Chico, <laughs> and I'm so mad that I didn't. Like, I, Look, I already poured this though, so I'm like, I'm we just have gonna a refill well, coming. Yeah, we have refill, so yeah, but it's a big cup, man. It's big. I, I think I can last the whole. Yo, no, man. no, no, no. <laughs> you're gonna quote, you're gonna quote Mulan now, dude. The Why not? <laughs> mm. I mean, two very different Asian cultures from Zatuichi. Exactly. (laughs) Are you God? Jesus Christ. Very different concepts. Are you culturally culturally appropriating Mulan right now, dude? All right. First off, Mulan is a very Disney movie. I'm pretty sure they appropriated it before I did, okay? (laughs) They did. Oh, my God. All right. So um, so now that we've done that – um, I guess at this point, it's always time to get to the news desk. So, Derek, take us to the news desk. News! 
of the dude. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't, we're here. Everyone, I'm taking you here. We're, we're at the news desk now. News of the day. This is just bullshit. All right. That's why I love it, dude, because it is bullshit. It's utter bullshit. News is bullshit, but I love talking about it because it's great conversation pieces for us. Then um, get to it, for the yeah. love of God. No, Do you thought, have anything? No, I have a few, but go ahead, Derek. I know you got something, dude. Do I? I don't know. Okay. I thought you did. Uh, go ahead. Knock it out, bro. Shit, do I have? I don't know. Oh, shit. I, okay. Well, okay, I come on. Non Marvel. There was the, um, they just released the new Fatherhood trailer with, uh, gosh, mm-hmm. what is that guy's name? I never, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Uh, oh, it's a cool. Netflix movie um, about a guy becoming a single dad uh, at birth whenever, you know, unfortunate events tend transpire. And man, he became that a single dad at birth. Well, like, uh, so he, when he, he was born, he was no, a single father at the baby's birth. Okay. Oh, the whole concept okay. is that he loses okay. his wife in, in, okay. in, I'm in with you. delivery. Okay. And man, that trailer, I am, I'm, I'm for it. Why not? Okay. We got, we got all these cool new, um, I feel like there's, with with the advent of all these movies that are being released to like streaming uh, services, mm-hmm. they're they're not. I guess I might be wrong on this, but it seems like they're not spending as much money on movies, but they're still pumping out lots of content. And because they're not investing as much, I feel like they're getting a little bit more lax with what used to always work. They're kind of branching out a little bit, trying some new concepts and things that you don't always see in you know the the blockbuster space, right? Yeah, and so anyway, I thought that was kind of a cool concept. I don't know of any other movies that have done that. I'm probably wrong, but I'm still pumped to see that movie. So that's probably the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, that's good, dude. That's all. That's all good. I'm down with that, bro. Um, it's heartwarming trailer. Check it out. It is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. I mean, there was um, there was there wasn't no much as far as news, and I, I mean, I'm gonna throw down some Marvel, but what I really like, I to- would prefer you because <laughs> I have news. Okay. I would like to have one well, no, news no, no, day no, no. with zero Marvel. I don't know if that can happen in this group, but hey, what I'll do is I'll give you the floor as soon as I give this little piece of information, and it's not Marvel. <laughs> this was not Marvel actually. So, uh, it was announced just the other day, actually, uh, on uh, May fourth, and today was May is May twelfth. So last week they announced an all new series. Uh, that's gonna be, that's gonna be executive produced by Taika Waititi. He's actually gonna be directing the first episode, and he's gonna be starring in it. It's a series that's gonna be on HBO Max. It's a period comedy where he plays Blackbeard. Mm. So he's gonna be playing Blackbeard in an HBO period HBO Max comedy, and it's gonna be like a thirty minute show. It's every episode is going to be thirty minutes. It's going going to be going through his experiences because you know he he was well, he was a teacher originally and he was actually a nobleman, you know, uh, Blackbeard, and he's gonna he, it's gonna show like why he's probably insane. You know, there's a possibility that he may be not quite right in the head. Mm. So so this- yeah so there. So the, the, that was just announced the other day. And so I'm kind of excited as far as that because I just want to – because I always like Taika Waititi's – like his comedic sensibilities yeah, are so good. Yeah. There's, I mean he's, well, I mean he's 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 clever. He's yeah. not – he doesn't – he doesn't – his comedy – it's like it's like Wes Anderson for me. It's like he doesn't dumb down the comedy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Yeah, it's but he fair. also has like a really interesting perspective. Yes. In a lot of stuff. Well, um, what was the one that he did about Hitler as a best friend? Oh, Jojo like Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, good. Yeah. That was 
a really creative way to have a Nazi movie <laughs> with Hitler as a pretty prominent character that you don't really hate yeah. in that and, movie. And, and he was kind of doing whiteface also with it, which is kind of weird, you know? It, which it, is, it was, I, think, I think it's okay when it's whiteface. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I, I feel do, about do that you, movie, but, but I definitely okay, enjoyed here's, it. Here's yeah, my no, it's a great... Jojo Rabbit is a very good movie. I, I, I have, honestly, I'll be honest with you, I haven't sat down to watch it oh, yet. Oh, man, it's good. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. it. Believe me, it's, it's like on my list of things to watch. But I want to ask you a question, Eric, Um, and, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> Oh boy, this is going to be rough. It's already going to be rough. If if you were okay with him as Whiteface, what do you think Uh, about Downey Jr. when he did the guy in Tropical? God. Tropical Thunder. Tropical Thunder. Or Tropic Thunder, right? It's really tough, man, because I don't want to talk. I feel like this is is such... (laughs) We're gonna controversial space. You're the only person who's allowed to have an opinion on this. that's That's why. That's why. I don't ever think that blackface makes sense. Okay, almost never think it makes sense. Just no, I never, never do. But this one was just there was something about it <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> you know, I can't explain it. I think it's because they were making okay. The reason why I have I didn't have a hard time with it, and I don't think that he really needed to apologize for it because they were making fun of the idea. Of, of method actors, of method actors. Yeah, they well, were. They, they did. Me- they did make a whole concept joke about. Yeah, the what going going full. You know, no, don't yeah. say. Don't say. Don't say. Yeah. Don't say full no, yeah. R word. Yeah, yes, yeah. Like radio. But, yeah, yeah. But the the thing about his is that, like, first of all, it was like a brilliant performance. It really was. <laughs> it was. But. Again, I think they were poking fun at the absurdity of the whole entire idea. Of it was it. satirical. Yeah. So that's why it's like sort of like, okay, I could deal with it. Would I, if I could go on a time machine and say <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. definitely do this? Probably not. <laughs> but I wasn't as offended by that as I would be anything else. Although yeah, I get that. I understand people out there, if you're offended by it, I totally get it. But I think the whole idea was is that they were literally pointing at the absurdity of the idea of blackface and what this actor was doing. Yeah. So. It, 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 to me, it, it, it was like you have people who are method actors who just mm. go to the extremes where they don't respond to their name anymore. They respond to the character's name or, mm. and they're, they're only in, they're in character 24 seven throughout the entire production. Like, like we are like, who's, who's famous for that is uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis is famous for that. Like, mm-hmm. during the filming of My Left Foot, that's what he did yeah, all day long. He didn't get out of the wheelchair. He didn't get out of the wheelchair and only used his left foot for everything. Mm-hmm. When he was uh, in um, in uh, Last of the Mohicans, he worked out a ton because he looked huge in that movie compared to what he is normally. Yeah, he's a and super he, skinny guy. Typically. He's a super skinny guy. In that movie, he looked huge compared to what he is. And he had a constant American accent. He was always referred to as the character's name. Uh, and, I mean, he's just, he's one of those guys that is like that, but he's known for that. Like when he was Lincoln, always wore, you all, you only saw him with a beard. No one else saw him without the beard. And he walked around and he wore the clothes. That's all he wore every day. He didn't, you know what I mean? No one saw him outside of character. No one sees these guys outside of character. Then you have nutball people like Christian Bale who tries to do method and is a complete psychopath. <laughs> do you do you think okay, so I just thought about this, but do you think that somehow Tropic Thunder 
was different or, or acceptable because it was written to be played by a white person imitating a black person. I think, I think in my opinion, I think it was always supposed to be satirical of yeah, the whole what, you, what you do in movie production and right. how utterly ridiculous actors are to find their space to be able to bring their characters to screen. I don't know. What do you think, Eric? But also how absurd it is to have, like, the idea of having a white person play a black person. You know, like what you just said. It is an absurd idea. And someone did a brilliant job of playing an Australian white guy playing (laughs) a black man. Exactly. And he really did. He did so good that he got nominated for an Oscar. He did get nominated, And he was in blackface. Yes. you know, that's something to, to keep in mind. But again, it wasn't like, you know, this wasn't a it birth wasn't of a nation. It wasn't no, it's replacing not birth of a nation. A it's not birth of, yeah. No, it's not. It wasn't. His role was supposed to be a white guy playing <laughs> a black guy, which is absurd. You know, that's yeah. the comedy behind it. So. And not only that, he was he, the character supposedly had surgery to become that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, oh like God. he went like in depth. Yeah. I mean, it, wasn't it, it like some kind of like face off type thing? No, no. I, it was, he got his eye color changed or yes. something like that. <laughs> oh my movie. God! Yeah. And they added like melatonin to his skin yeah. or something like that, yeah. like surgically. Me- melanin, 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 melanin makes you my sleep. Bad. Yeah. My bad, my bad. That's that's the actual alcohol talking. But either way, I mean, I mean, I mean, that movie for me. There was there was two actors in that movie that made that whole movie because if they weren't they didn't do it, it was gonna be a complete piece of shit. Was was him was Robert Downey and it was Tom Cruise as yeah, Tom the, Cruise was funny, as man. the producer. Yeah. Oh he my was so god, funny. he was yeah. so out like, there. Every which word was out great. of his mouth, I was like, "This is because I feel like that's what Tom Cruise is really like in real life." <laughs> <laughs> you know that whole scene, that whole scene where he's dancing to Ludacris, yeah. uh-huh. like that was all like ad lib. He just yeah, he did. They just they just threw on the music. He's like, "Oh, just wait a minute." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stand up yeah, anyways yeah. Dude, that credit right. scene was was mm, legit it was great wonderful it's great he's he's awesome he's the best guy anyways, can i can i go to my news speaking of tom cruise we're talking we're talking how... about taika wakiti and how yeah. he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. how he became how so, he was nazi <laughs> the news that i had was is actually about tom cruise i was just reading oh. that he gave away he didn't give away he gave back he's won three golden globes oh, in his yes. life Let's he gave them this. all back because the Hollywood foreign press is not diverse enough. Speaking yeah. of diversity again in black yes, there you go. So it's true. Stuff. No, yeah. So, Tom Cruise gave his, said, uh, you know, I'm not interested in having these until you guys have a more diverse crew of well, people there. I, it's nuts. I mean, they don't have any African-American. or They any, don't have a lot of women either, I don't think. Yeah. I think they don't have, or one I think they have or something like that. I, mean, I think it's a 87 members. 87 members. And it's been around for a long no time. No people of color? No people of color. Come on. Maybe one woman tops. Yeah. And it's Come the on. Hollywood Foreign Press Association, yeah, which yeah. handles a lot of this. I mean, not only that, so he gave away those three. So you have ScarJo talking out about it. And then who else was talking out about it the other day? Um, I forgot who was the other person, but but NBC just announced they're not going to air Mm-mm. next year's. Yeah, I saw that. They're not going to air it. They're saying we're yeah, not yeah. airing it until you guys get that your was shit a big together. Deal to me. And that's their like, only award show. That's NBC's yep. only award show. And they're saying we we care about this that much that you got to get your shit together and then you can come on back. Yeah, and supposedly they did so they did something the other day, but it, I mean, really, they 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 got to do a whole and, and it's crazy because apparently this all started because 
Um, Emily in Paris apparently got nominated, which was a good show on Netflix. It's a good show on Netflix. But I Destroy You and Insecure, which are two phenomenal shows, mm-hmm. also, they weren't even considered. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they weren't even considered. I'm okay. So, first off, I, of all the actors and actresses out there who have won awards, I didn't peg Tom Cruise for being the one to 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 I know, make this either. movement. <laughs> one would, I know. I hear you. Didn't but see that one coming. So good for you. Shock you. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people shock you. And but they're for three good movies. I mean, he got he won yep. for Born on the Fourth of July. He won Jerry for Maguire, Jerry Maguire, and he and won Magnolia, for Magnolia, which, which are all is my great favorite performances. film of all time. And Tom Cruise is in it. They're so. all great performances. All of them are great performances. I think you know? it's it's one thing for you know an actor or an actress to to stand up for something that is is right, but I think it was an even bigger chunk of news whenever a major broadcaster was like, mm, "Nah, we're not we're not going to be part of that." Yep. You know, and they they beyond. Tom Cruise's actions here, they weren't really provoked to do anything about it, right? There wasn't any kind of you know, stimulus in the news or anything like that beyond him. They talked about it, I think, at the last Golden Globe ceremony. They did I mention feel like it. They, they were like, mentioned we're it. working yeah. on getting better, but like, yeah, Emmy Poehler, Poehler and Tina Fey actually kind of called them out on it, called them out on it on, li- yeah. on live TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they got called out, but I mean, they did something. Honestly, I, I didn't have time to look it up, but they did some type of voting or something to kind of start working on that. But it's it's just not enough. And so, like yeah. like ScarJo said, she's not going to be a part of any of your events. Uh, Tom Cruise, like you said, he gave away those three. He gave he gave back those three Golden Globes. He I mean, straight up gave them back. It was like he gave them back. Them. He's like, I'm peace. I'm peace out, dude. He's like, I make enough money. I don't need this shit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he really like, doesn't. I don't need the hardware, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I got Top but, Gun coming out. I'm, I'll be good. Yep. So, but <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. yeah, that was my news. So that that's actually that's actually quite good, man. Because I wanted to talk about that. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Well, thank you. So, it's finally, I, no I did have one. <laughs> I did have one news item I wanted to bring up, and it's about Venom is, Two. Is it about Venom Two? Uh, no, <laughs> but we can talk about it because I saw that trailer. And if you guys <laughs> talk about Venom, I'm walking away. Okay. <laughs> You guys talk about all you want. Just text me when you're done. I'll come back. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> it looks amazing. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So did you guys see that Netflix launched their own VTuber? What? I don't even okay. know what that okay. is. Yeah. I, I don't even down. know what that is. Yes, please. A lot of people don't know what this is. All right. So there is a educating industry on the internet, typically on YouTube or Twitch, where people stream live called VTubers, virtual YouTubers, okay? And essentially what they are is there's a, a like a, a, a motion capture suit that someone is wearing and they animate it and they voice the character, but on the screen you get to see a make-believe character, somebody who is typically 3D animated okay. or 2D so like animated. like Andy Serkis. Uh, he's, he's the guy that plays Gollum. Yeah. Oh, um, more two dimensional. Yes, more okay, two dimensional. Yeah. But, um, but it, it's it's a booming industry. I don't I don't really get the appeal myself, but it's making lots and lots of money, like millions and millions of viewers for each stream. Where right? can you see this stuff? 
Uh, YouTube and Twitch is really the big platforms for it. Okay. It's a huge booming industry. Now, all of that aside, some people are into it, some people aren't, whatever, whatever, right? But Netflix made their own to launch um, as their, and they're calling her Inco, um, like N hyphen KO. And she is their representative for all of the anime that Netflix is producing, almost like a living mascot kind of thing. Is this like, what's her name? That, um, that singer. Oh my God. Matsuri. Um, Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, it's the same technology, but the person you're talking about is the, uh, she's, she's a live music artist. I forget her name. And Um, she does it like in the animation stuff. No, so, um, hold on, hold on. Uh, they animate her to do choreography. Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. So, so Hatsune Miku, what she is... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Derek. Sorry. Do you remember when they brought Tupac back for that live show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same concept, but now it's an anime character. Ah. Uh, so, they pre-choreograph okay. the character to dance to real musicians on a stage, mm-hmm. and she is a phenomenon. She has fans. She goes on tour, and she's not a real person. She's, she's like a hologram. Hologram all somebody's actually singing. Yeah. Someone no, is no. singing. Actually, no, no. No one's singing. It's, 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 it's all by the computers. What? There's no, there's no real okay, voice. So no, on, there's no real on, voice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She has a real voice. She, she is has a, a voice. There's a human who records her. No. But it is not oh, live. You have controversy at the moment, I, I disagree with you. I disagree Hello. with you. Disagree. Who do no, I no, believe? I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. No, you are correct. There's a hologram. But as far as the voice is concerned, it's completely... Computer generated. I think we're gonna need to. Now there was possibly uh, there was possibly this. somebody who recorded in, in you know maybe in the beginning and they just used her voice with computers. But as far as what she's done ongoing, it's completely computer generated. So they have a singing computer that doesn't sound like Siri. Basically, oh, yeah. that's yeah. what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek strongly <laughs> disagrees with this. But either way, moving forward, continue. The Derek. point being, the point being, <laughs> we have this new online industry. The same way that people can be influencers online, and they have their following of fans on YouTube and Twitch and all these different things. That's what um, T Pain. T Pain is is it T Pain? No, am I thinking of somebody else? Nothing is T Pain. Anyway, one a major rapper has a Twitch show he does like two or three times a week. And that's where he makes his living now. He doesn't release albums mm. in the middle of COVID. That's what he's doing. And, I, think, I, um, I think it is T-Pain. I think you're right. I think it I is. Think it is but um, And he's it, it's, it's really popular. It's entertaining. He's got his friends in the room. He's interviewing. He's talking to people. And it's it's kind of like, it's almost like a live podcast for that kind of thing. Like but Kevin anyway, Smith. Like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith doesn't even make movies anymore, hardly. He just, if he does, he does it on his own with his own money. And he just, now yeah, he just does no one, podcasts no and given, events. No one's, no one's giving that man any money to make movies. Nah, but he doesn't need to because he makes money off speaking engagements. And No, you he's know, great. He really is yeah. great. And that sounds like a knock because he is great. But yeah, he the is. movies, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. So the whole thing with these VTubers is that it's, it's uh, a new booming industry, a new avenue for people to make money. And that's... That's cool. And I'm sure some people are in it if you want to check it out, whatever. Um, But the concept of like Netflix just deciding, well, we're going to dive in on this because often I I think what their studies probably showed and I would believe is that these two demographics are very heavily overlapping, right? And these two demographics are overlapping, then it makes sense. Like folks that watch anime and folks that are into VTubers want to both enjoy both from Netflix. Netflix is trying to 
you know, get into the field of replacing things like Crunchyroll and replacing things like um, Funimation subscription services, right? Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was kind of uh, interesting that they went that route. I'm I'm like a little bit confused. So they're launching a website which people can go and create this content. No, no, no. Or they're just launching their own, they're just going to create their own and put it on Netflix. They're creating their own character, uh-huh. As I, like a mascot, mascot for anime Netflix, uh-huh. and this character I believe is even going to get like a short TV show or something that will okay. be launched on on Netflix. But it's more of like uh, if you think, uh, have you ever have you ever seen the the mascot for Crunchyroll? She's like a character with yeah. like orange accents yeah. and all these other things because yeah. that's yes, their yes. that's their brand color. Yeah. They kind of did the same thing, but now it's a it's a character that they can write a script for. And have that character give information and announcements and do like uh, trailer reviews and stuff like that for new shows that they're going to launch on Netflix. Mm. So it's like a spokesperson and an actor that they've got on lock because whoever is wearing the mocap suit in the background <clears throat> is literally replaceable. And you could sub them out for anybody and they would just like you could have a different person every day of the week. Say to- that to Andy Circus, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, obviously not, right? That's very different. Very, if you see VTubers, I, I will send you a clip. If you yeah, see like what they do. It. It's it's super interesting, but it's not as uh, it's not as in depth of a motion capture as like what Andy Circus did. Like he's, I, I mean, mean, he's the guy who pioneered I mean, that. Basically, I mean, right? I, I mean, have you seen his eyes in Planet of the Apes? I mean, the dude, yeah, the dude also, is. He's also out of like every other motion capture. Anything is him, pretty much. He was, they hired him to do everything, yeah, yeah. or yes. consult on it at least. Yeah. Yes, I think he real. was King Kong as well, and Peter yeah. Jackson's King Kong. He was, so like, he was, he was King Kong, yeah, and he was, like, and he was King Kong, and he was a second assistant director. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this guy, this guy's just a man of many talents. <laughs> Seriously, he's bro, paid. he's getting paid. I mean, yeah. he's so out, to get a paycheck. Just, I think what's it called? He just he just came out with a with one of his a movie he just directed actually. I mean he's he's he, and he doing was a in lot. Freaking, and he was in and he's like a decent actor. He was in Black Panther too. He played yeah. that bad guy. He was in the Prestige. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, Andy Circus, bro. He's he's no shout out, dude. Right now, shout out to Andy Circus. Shout out <laughs> to <laughs> Andy Circus, bro. Real, bro. You're killing oh, it. Speaking of which, <laughs> since you mentioned it, you know a movie he directed that's going to be coming out in September? Mm. Venom two. Andy Circus directed it. Yes. Okay, that's all we need to say about it. Moving on. All right, are we ready for a pee break here? Or? No. Wait, wait. No, you had no, one no, other no. story, right? Nope. No, no other stories. I got more stories. I got more stories. Nothing else in the news. Nothing, Nothing else. In the news. There's, there's plenty. There's, there's plenty. No, no. This is more of an announcement thing. But um, okay, so you know, you know that um, you know Zack Snyder is coming out with another movie on Netflix, right? It's called Army of the Dead. It's his return oh, yeah. to kind of zombies. Yeah. So, so he's directing that movie. It's coming out, and and Tigno Taro is in the movie. So apparently, Tigno Taro in every scene in the movie, she's in there digitally. Really, every scene she's in, she's in digitally because apparently the character that she's replacing was was played by an actor by the, I don't I don't know what he looks like, but his name is Chris D'Elia. He's the actor yeah, that she replaced. He's, so a, she rep- he's a comedian. Yes. Oh, so he- that's the guy who... <laughs> okay, so he's a comedian that... Um, Got in trouble recently. Heavy allegations against him, at least at this point. I don't know if... Oh, is it proven, sexual but, misconduct? 
Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, I think there might have been so some weird. people that are a little underage or something along oh, those lines. Oh, come on, Crystalia. God. So, I will yeah, say, to, be, dude, to preface man. this, to preface this, because my wife did enjoy his, his, his yeah, comedy. Yeah, he's a funny guy, man. Yeah. It, it's, it, I don't know that any of it has been confirmed at all. So this guy could be totally absolved, but, um... I think he's got some heavy allegations against him right now. Okay, so, so because Tig's of taking that, over. so Tig took over, but they didn't have time to reshoot the scenes because it was all during COVID because it was like last September, last August. Uh-huh. So they couldn't bring everybody back because we were like right in the thick of fucking COVID at yeah. that point. And so what they did is they had her come in, go to, uh, they did a green screen and basically they had the scene and then they had her in a green screen Wearing her uniform, whatever the costume is for the day, and she had all the dots and all that shit, and they had all the grease grease set up so that if she had to grab, so if he had to grab something, she had to grab it too. Yeah, and she had to look at some balls to make sure that she had this eye level of what she who she's talking to, and she's literally been been put in the movie digitally. Wow. So we'll see how good that is. I hope it's not like mu- a mustache I game with Henry doubt. Cavill. So yeah. <laughs> oh, I highly doubt that it's going to look bad. They've gotten so good at this stuff yeah. that and Zack Snyder yeah, always boils down to how much it. money they want to spend on it. Right? Exactly. Well, they got, they got the, money the money for it. it. They're they going to the do it, it. and uh, it probably will look good. But I'm yeah. pretty excited to see that though to see what they do there because i like tig too i think she's so good. do so I. I think either way you guys they, they've they've got a winning cast uh, uh right does. there with with her or crystalia in it but like i didn't know that crystalia had that oh man yeah dude Jeez, it's, it's crazy man. she's she's great i love tig she's awesome in uh star trek enterprise that's what i'm gonna sorry star trek discovery she is so phenomenal in star trek discovery she's hilarious because she's so fucking snarky yeah. and her comedy's great so it yeah. works with her character, who's extremely snarky. It's hilarious, dude. She's yeah. awesome in the show. Well, but, interesting uh, stuff. Yeah, man. But yeah, so I mean, I mean, I mean, I can go. In, there's actually some Marvel stuff we can go into, but I'm nah. decided not <laughs> let's, to. Let's, uh, let's take a, no, let's but, take a okay. A brief here's break. The only one thing, only one last thing. Eric's Sorry. over here. He's like, uh, before we go into that, why don't we <laughs> no, just uh, cancel no, the fucking no. show? No, here's, 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 no, I only want to ask, Derek, did you watch uh, Star Wars Bad Batch yet? Yeah, I've seen the first two episodes are out by now. Did you so. enjoy it? Um, I did. It, it's it's just like the Attack of the Clones show. So if you if you if folks out there didn't like the Attack of the Clones show, then you were not like this. Mm-hmm. But if you did, then it is more of the same. It's just another continuation, but different. Uh, it gives main you characters. it gives you storyline of what's going on after Attack of the Clone after the Clone Wars. So it's 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 like it yeah. starts off the, the the first show starts off in the first ten minutes love with um Order sixty six when they kill off the Jedi, so mm-hmm. that's like the first ten minutes of the show like right off the bat, yeah. and then yeah. it just goes on from there, which is really cool. But the good the other good thing is that this this season is going to be sixteen episodes, dude. Oh wow! Well, so I'm not I'm not as surprised about that because one Dave Filoni is kind of taking lead on this, and yeah. we all know him to be the prodigal Star Wars child, right? To, to lead things forward since Lucas has kind of taken a backseat for a lot of the stuff, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, he typically does a really good job anytime he's involved. We saw what happened with The Mandalorian and it, it was very well received. I know, yep. I don't know anybody who likes Star Wars who didn't like The Mandalorian. Um, I hated it. 
Oh You're my wrong. god! You're wrong. It's okay. I'm just okay, kidding. I'm, I'm gonna I, go ahead I, and expel you. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I see is you've been booted from the show canceled, guys. Yeah. So no, no, no. literally <laughs> drinking a beer out of a Star Wars cube currently. <laughs> no, I only saw the first episode, but I, I was interested, so I'm not I'm not uninterested in it. But I, I do. Um, go ahead. No, I did. I was interested in Bad Batch, though, for some reason. Don't know why. Um, I eventually will probably watch it too. It's it's worth it. I think it's worth it because it's just it, these characters are really cool, and and it's just like they're just they're just they're clones, but they're just like they're they're just strange dudes, man. Each and every one well, of they're them. considered to be defective clones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so they have a mind of their own. And, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't follow exact hence, orders. Hence the bad batch. Exactly. Basically. That's why Which I yeah. thought the show was named Bad Bitch when I first saw it. <laughs> Definitely looks that way. It's like Star Wars, bad bitch, huh? Star oh, Wars wow. is getting nasty. Wow, boy. Got off franchises, the rails, huh? Yeah, boy. So, anyways, all right. Well, now that we're at the end of our news section, news. It's over. It's over. It's over. Sorry, it's sorry. I'm gonna be like Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Anyways, um, oh, God. So now that we're at the end of our news section, we're gonna go to a refill. Um, so if you guys need to go out, grab a drink, refill your shit, take a piss. Take a shit, whatever you got to do. Double shit, just double, double shit. shit. Piss, then shit, then piss again. Oh yeah, it's like a burp snort. Anyway, so you know, all of those things, guys. So this <laughs> is going to be a nice hearty break for you people at home. This is like a ten second break for us. It's like a three hours. We'll come actually, back. It's, it's more like thirty. Sometimes, yeah, it's 30 week. Sometimes it's a week. Yeah, you know? and this is actually behind the, quick, the scenes. Peak I think this the is the quickest that the murder boys have been in uh, the. The, oh God. the God gotten to the refill. That's it. We're gone. I know. It's the <laughs> it's the refill. Everybody, see you later at the refill. We'll see you in a bit. Peace. Back from the refill portion of the episode. Hopefully, you guys had a good time, you know, leaking the lizard, doing what you need to do, seeing a man about a dog. So, um, we are going to get started uh, for the t- discussing the uh, samurai flick known as Zatoichi the Blind Swordsman. But before we do that, is anybody, did anybody get a refill? Did you change your drink? Nah, son. I stuck with my shit. You're gonna ride that bad decision all the way into the ground. Huh? I still have a whole cup left, man. That that yeah, news desk was the shortest news desk. <laughs> I know time. it is. It was a it short is. segment. It yeah. was, dude. Like we had like maybe like 20 minutes of news desk. I think that's a new record for us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, which means not? which means this next section is gonna be like three hours long. Because... <laughs> we'll finish tomorrow. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Derek, did you get something new, or you're still sticking with a uh, still sticking with the Corona? I see. Just a refill. It's just a refill, a reopening. All right. So, as we said earlier, the. Uh, hey, you didn't the movie, say if yours was the same. Oh, mine, mine is the same shit. I, I didn't finish because the news section was so short. So, we'll I am still double, drinking. We'll have a double uh, water break. Why not? Yeah, why not? We'll do it. We'll do it. I'll, I'll, when I go pee, I'll fill it up again. No, I probably won't. But, uh, but anyways, all right. So, now that we've gone out of the way, let's go ahead and get to this the motion picture. Zatoichi, the Blind Swordsman, or the Blind Swordsman Zatoichi, however you want to say it, however it's listed. All right, so this is a movie that's from 2003. 
It's directed by uh, Beat Takeshi, also known as Takeshi Kitano. That's his real name. Um, he is famous for his gangster movies. I mean, we have Violent Cop. We have Sonatine. We have Outrage. We have Beyond Outrage. He's also has a small part in that classic movie, Battle Royale. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Battle Royale. I don't know but, that I have. Okay, so Battle Royale is a fantastic motion picture. Basically, it's... Okay, Battle Royale, Hunger I've Games... I've seen Battle Royale. I've seen that. So it, Hunger Games, just so you know, is Battle Royale, but like nicer. Hunger Games is? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a... Isn't Hunger Games... I'm pretty sure it's like PG-13. The, the fighting in Battle Royale was way cooler than Hunger Games. It was Games much too. better, and it's much more violent, and it's crazy. And to catch better Kitana, than Thunderdome? Thunderdome ain't shit. Like Mad Max? <laughs> Thunderdome's Thunder, Thunder just a scene, Two right? Man so it's not really. <laughs> One man leaves. He's, he's got the mind of a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. So, oh, oh, little known fact. Now we're going off a tangent. Little known fact. They, they say the we didn't kid, even make it into the synopsis. Yeah, I know. The, the, kid, the, kid, the kid in Thunderdome that's like befriends Mad Max or whatever. It's kind of like his little assistant. They, the, the, the rumor is that's the rumor on Reddit is that that kid is actually Tom Hardy because there really is truly no Max character. There was a Max Makotansky, which is Mel Gibson's character, but by this point, He's probably dead and gone, and this guy, this kid, took up his mantle and he became Max. Huh. Interesting. You know, that's just a rumor. It's a possibility. I mean, way deep cut there, but okay. Yep, and yep, I yep. heard, <laughs> I heard the guy with the mohawk in the new one is actually Tina Turner from oh Beyond the <laughs> Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> All right, so be your <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Rolling. Rolling anyway. <laughs> all right, so all right, so the movie's called Zatoichi, the Blind Swordsman. Uh, it, like I said, it came out in two thousand three, directed by Takeshi Kitano. All right, so I'm gonna go into the little uh, little synopsis of the motion picture. Uh, Blind Zatoichi makes his living by gambling and giving massages, but behind his humble facade, Zatoichi is a master swordsman. Gifted with lightning fast draw and strokes of breathtaking precision, Zatoichi wanders into a town run by sinister gangsters and a powerful samurai. He's destined for violent showdowns when he stumbles on two beautiful geishas avenging their parents' murder. Duels, wit, and a touch of zen. Cult antihero Zatoichi is back in a sword fighting adventure. Written and directed by Takeshi Kitano. So, just so you guys know, all right, Zatoichi is one of these beloved Japanese samurais. Like movies, like he was a book, and he's been in, he's, he's been in books. He's one of these characters that they do a lot of stuff about. I think the original actor who played Zatoichi, he did like I don't know fifteen twenty movies from like the sixties on the way up to the seventies. On top of that, he actually portrayed Zatoichi on TV. There was actually a Zatoichi TV show uh, that actually came out in Hawaii, so I have like videotapes of it from my dad. So I watched it as a kid. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's a, he's a beloved character. He goes, he's right up there. I mean, if anybody knows Samurai and stuff like that, I'm about to go super deep cut, but there's a legendary character called Yagyu Jubei that is big time in, in Japan. And he's one of those characters. Mm -hmm. He's a, he's a legendary character. He's beloved. Uh, and it's cool because he's blind. And the only character I can think of that comes close to this is a character portrayed by Rugger Hauer in Blind Fury. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
I was thinking about that too. I'm like, I don't care man, who you are. This I love that Blind fucking Fury. movie. I loved Blind Fury. As a kid. <laughs> I God. loved it so much. <laughs> God, it just it makes my heart so, happy just uh, to think an of that old movie. blind white guy with a samurai with a yes. samurai sword with like a yes. katana. Yes. Oh so this, that's what this movie, of course, Zatoichi always. Whenever I saw Blind Fury, it just made me think of Zatoichi, and this version made me think of Blind Fury. Just it's just one of those things, man. It was great, but. I had seen this movie a long time ago. That's why I had picked it because I had seen it for a long time. But I want to make sure I hear you guys before we get to my interpretations of anything. So I don't know. what. Talk to me, guys. Who wants to go first? Go for it, Derek. Yeah, I've, I've always got the simple man's uh, perspective here. So why not? <laughs> um, so I was fully prepared to dislike this movie. I did not, I watched the trailer and I was like, yeah, there's no way this is any good. I love old, like, like Kung Fu and Samurai movies. And I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is any good. I didn't know who any of the actors or actresses were. And, and mind you, that's, it's always the case. I never, no matter how much I love a movie, I almost never look into who played who and who directed this or any of that stuff. That's a bad habit of mine. I need to break. But um, when I watched this, I was only... Hell, I was only through that first scene, right? With the kid who steals his walking stick. And I was like, oh shit, I might need to put my phone down and pay attention to this because that shit was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of have to with this film because it's, you know, Subtitles. in Japanese. <laughs> so, yeah. except, for, except for you forget that I watch almost everything with subtitles. So I can usually just kind of catch what's happening by reading pretty quickly and moving on. Yeah. Anyway, um, Takeshi was in... I mean, not the best received Ghost in the Shell movie, but he was in it, right? And, he, and he didn't have any problems. I didn't have any problems with his, his acting or anything like that. And uh, Because he doesn't guy, act. He just talks. The other guy, uh, uh, ta, Tadanobu. Am I going to say ta, that right? Ta, ta, Tadanobu Asano. Tadanobu. Okay, Tadanobu. Tadanobu. I want to make sure I say that right. He was raided in Mortal Kombat. Dude, he was also really? in... Um, the uh, Altered Carbon series on he Netflix. Was. He was. And that shit, I went back and I watched that and I was like, motherfucker was good in that too. Damn. He was also so, in He was also in uh, that movie Imposter with Jerry Leto where he played a Yakuza dude. He was in so, a lot of stuff. So he's the guy, the blind swordsman you're talking about? No, 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 no. no, no. The Yojimbo The character. other Yojimbo. The bodyguard. Oh, the other one. Okay, the young guy. He was Raiden. Yeah. yeah, the young guy. He was ah, Raiden. And he okay. was like he was like Jared Leto's friend in Imposter, the Netflix movie. Have you seen uh, that movie, dude? No. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a great, he was, it's a okay. great flick. So that same guy, he was in 47 Ronin, right? With, uh, with uh, Keanu Reeves. He was also uh, a voice actor in Kiki's Delivery Service, one of the biggest Studio Ghibli movies that, yep. that's ever been around, right? And to bring it full circle, he was also Hogan in Thor, a Marvel movie. He was. He was <laughs> in Marvel. That's right. He played And he I didn't remember in- it. He until I read that and I was like, holy shit, yeah, that was totally him. And he did really well. He was in all Let's three keep going. He was in all three Marvel movies. Keep going, Derek. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I was quickly taken aback by some of the acting, some of the cast, and I'm realizing like the story was really good, and there was um there were some some aspects that I thought were a little strange. Like they would do a cutscene to somebody's past. When I already cared about the character, I didn't need any more reason to to do this, right? But 
it did give more clarity as to, you know, why this person is doing what they're doing and why they have the persona that they have and all that kind of stuff, I suppose. But yeah, I, I, um, I enjoyed this. I only have one critique and I don't really know how founded it is. Only uh, one? Hold on, hold on. And it, and it, and I don't know how founded this is because it came out in 2003. Uh-huh. There were, there were many sword scenes with CG blades. Yeah, yes. it was retor- yeah. it was stupid. And it and it just didn't it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Why it was CG? Um It wasn't CG. It was like really bad after effects. Oh, that's not CG. It was CG. like inserted, you know, yeah. blade. Somewhere. I realized and, that too. And I get I I didn't have as much of a problem with the profuse squirting of blood because yeah, I, I mean it wasn't it wasn't yeah. all that much. It definitely wasn't as much as like a Tarantino movie, which yeah. is usually Usually prop blood, right? Yeah. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> God. Anyway. Um, but yeah, some of the CG elements were very bad. Not, yeah. not particularly good. But I also realized this is 2003. No. And I didn't do a comparison to see what other CG was done Bruh. in that year and Bruh. how good it was, Bruh. if it was really all that. It might have been par Bruh. for the course, is my point. I mean, no, bruh. No, it wasn't. Think about right. the CG that you saw on that. And then just think about 1992 terminator 2 but there was no cg in that that was all that's all those that's no, all that like was that was effects. like the beginnings of cg and also oh, like your yeah. and also like your jurassic parks true come true. on man true like, okay true. And, and and i'm wondering also with that i'm not giving it because i totally no, i'm looking agree for the budget you. to see if i totally agree with you i totally agree with you yeah i mean i'm wondering if it's because he's He's the producer. Maybe there just wasn't enough money for it. I don't maybe. know. I can't tell I, I, you. That's my thought on it too. Is like maybe they didn't have the money, but in that case, use practical effects. I feel like yeah. just use real effects. Like you know, have a fake blade sticking into someone's gut, or you know, I don't. Know, I just I don't, I don't was, have that a, was distracting. I don't have any budget information. I don't have any. But yeah, but it was distracting because, yeah. like, case in point, the perfect representation of that, I guess, is the the scene where Yojimbo, the Yojimbo character by Tadanobu Osano, he kills that that dude with his entourage, and then he throws the knife, and it's a horrible CG oh, of that knife that getting thrown. One. That was the one. <laughs> That's just like because he I'm throws like, a short blade at somebody, it hits him in the back, and they fall face down, and the blade is supposed to move with the body at that mm-hmm. point and it, it doesn't it, it, it does it doesn't it just kind of like well it kind of like not... shifts a little bit when he falls i'm just like oh that's it's not good. very poorly done yeah and some of the stabbing mm-hmm. with with the fake blades like that happens too like he stabs somebody and you're just like oh that doesn't look right and then it just then you just wonder like is it is it what a money issue was it maybe a was it a scene that was it just because you know Maybe because of the way the the film is, I have no idea. I can't tell you, but I'm not gonna give it an excuse. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. So it didn't. It took away a little bit from the movie, but not a lot. But it did take away a little bit from the movie. Kind of like uh, by the end of the movie, I was I was enough. I had enough invested in the characters and the story to not be as distracted by that. <laughs> what movie were you guys watching? <laughs> This is where De- Eric's. This is where Eric's highbrow, you know, <laughs> and I'm the one who's stuck up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, 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 because, dude, I, was so, I, I tried. I was like, really <laughs> wanted to like this one. 
Like, I, I really, really enjoy and this I really, movie. and I really hate being the guy every week <laughs> who hates every movie that we choose. That's I why, hate that. That's why the next season is going to be so good. Oh, I, I mean, uh, the, the yeah, the well, he picked it. Bad. He picked it. Yeah, and it wasn't great. It still wasn't great, you know. But I, I didn't. But no, I was dude, really no. like, I think I'm gonna like this one. Are you done with? Or do you have anything else? I didn't want to cut you off, Derek. What was your favorite My, fight scene, Derek? Yeah. Ooh, uh, man, I'm gonna say it has to be a toss between the intro fight sequence where mm-hmm. the boy steals his cane, which is just—it's not particularly an incredible fight sequence. It was more so like a really good way to introduce this character, right? Mm-hmm. He's 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 that badass, and he cannot. He almost ne- he only gets hurt once in the whole damn movie. He's that fucking overpowered. Um, that se- that fighting sequence, or the there was one of them that was like a, a flashback, and he was fighting a bunch of people, and they threw a spear at him, and then they basically had that fight relived towards the end of the movie. Yeah, in the final sequence, and. I mean, it was it was just I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, the choreography. I enjoyed the story. the The change, the the twist there at the end with like who's the okay. boss? No, no, who's really the boss? No, no, who is really the boss? <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, at that point, that, my, okay. my belief is suspended. That was like okay, I'll give you that. Like that was okay. So, so for me, that was almost like a. Um, that was almost like a. Uh, uh, gosh, what's what's. Uh, I just said his name. Like a Shyamalan. Who's the who's the, who's the like the, a triple Shyamalan? Yeah, triple who's Shyamalan. The guy who did yeah. Django. Tarantino. Tarantino. It oh was almost like I just said his name. I know I blanked out on it. It's <laughs> almost like a Tarantino twist because it's like we think we got you. No, we think we think we got you. No, we really really got you. Yeah, that was all right. I didn't mind. No, that. Like I mean, I mean, I think that was the case. I mean, I think I think it's just I think it, I've always been a big fan of Takeshi Kitano. So I mean, I think. He, I think the movie was great. I love the movie. I've always liked the movie. I know that you don't like it so much, Eric. I understand. I 100% understand. It's all good, dude. It's not, Samurai is not for everybody. I get it. I'm convinced Eric doesn't like film. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a a bitch. God, what Eric right. means whenever he likes film, he means he likes film. One of them. There's yeah. one good one out there. Yeah, he, and, and it's and the that movie, movie that I'm picking for next week. And that, <laughs> and that movie is the silent era of classic Wings of Desire. That's what oh, it no is. Oh gosh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Eric. What's what? Is, what is uh, Derek? Are you what's good? wrong with this film, Eric? Tell no. us. No. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm becoming that guy. Go I don't want to sh- be that go guy. Go ahead and becoming. shit on my choice. You've reached full of that guy. Oh, go God. ahead and just shit on my choice, Eric. No, go I ahead. Really was like, I, I thought- will literally hold on. I'm going to open my mouth. I want you to shit down my throat right now. Just I go thought ahead and I, I can't wait. I can't wait for season two. I'm, you know what? I'm going to teal this at the end. I'll tell you at the end. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, good. Go on, Derek, Derek, look, look, look. I appreciate your opinion, dude. That's the whole point is because I want there to be yeah. some type of descending opinion because we can't well, all have it. We can't all be watching In the Army now. And I'll never uh, let that down. Come on. <laughs> all right, Eric. Go you ahead, and Eric. me, Go we're going to start Talk a new it. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. So, Talk about um, it. There was just a lot of things. See, I don't watch a lot of samurai films, so it's it's there's a lot of things in this movie that didn't make any sense to me. Okay, okay. 
there was a and I, I I don't know if this is typical for these movies or not, but um, there was a lot of unanswered questions. There was a lot of lack of character development. Um, like, where Examples. is the blind swordsman from? Why okay. is he blind? What is his deal? Why is he a, a swordsman? I don't know any of this. All right. So, okay. So I can give you an answer on no, those questions. No, I don't and... want the answer. I want the <laughs> movie to answer. The I answer, want the, the movie to answer the, it for the, me. The, I don't want you thing, to. Here's the, no, here's the end the, of the movie explains that he's not blind. <laughs> no, that's the other thing. That movie turned. I was. I forgot all about that scene where he like opens yeah. his eyes and he's not blind. He just has he weird eyes. He goes, turns out I'm blind anyway, even though I can see. Wait, that's what they meant by that? I thought that was like some weird, like, I did not understand that that's what they meant by that. <laughs> no, oh, man, All right, I no, feel like a no, turn. what he means, what he means, what he Eric was so... watching it in French with Japanese subtitles, yes. so none of it was English. <laughs> we were supposed to watch it with English subtitles, my bad. I didn't realize no. that. No, no, okay, so, so, okay, so the character, in, this, in regards to the questions you have, dude, honestly, I don't think they even spec even do that in the other movies. You just have to just go with it. Yeah. Well, I I'm a well, I'm like take, a story guy. I want to know. Like I know, take, I know. They take the they take the assumption of people who have seen other samurai type movies that these characters are typically this protagonist is typically somebody who is almost like uh you know a wild western desperado. He just blows into town and just like that he's gone exactly. no one knows how he started or be, or ended that was ex- just here that is actually the truest representation of what a samurai is derek you get the gold fucking star these are, these are just so, these are the eastern uh portrayal of or or maybe westerns are the or the western portrayal of eastern movies but they're, they're very hand in hand mm-hmm. samurai and western films gunslingers these these people are meant to be no one knows where he came from or how he got his good his this good or if he's even moral from town to town he might yeah. be an asshole in one town and a good guy in the next but right here this is what he did in this sequence they just they just know? know they know of him they know of Zatuichi. and that even that may not even be his name it just means something that he called himself and everyone just kind of hear about it now. You okay, know what I mean? Well, so I feel like I need to know this kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, I think you asked need to too give much. him the cliff notes before yeah. I think, he starts. I think, I, think, I think you asked too much of it. No, but either way. No, I, I understand. Too I much, totally like, you know, basic story points. <laughs> I, will say, I, will say, I will say that this movie assumes that people lot, have seen yes. other samurai movies that, that give you that, that kind of, uh, you know, general concept and then even further this movie is filmed in 2003 ish and most of the films that it's imitating were from what the 80s right 70s 60s 60s and 70s and then the tv show was in the 80s so if you if you paint this film to be compared against any other film in the early 2000s yeah it falls short absolutely no doubt in my mind but if you if you fit it in its genre it is Which I right there with the best, and I and, and I wasn't even thinking about that because I don't know about the TV show or anything. 100%, I was just looking dude, at this as it. a samurai film made mm-hmm. in two thousand and three. You know, so mm-hmm. I I wasn't, but there was. It's the story. I'm expecting the last samurai watch. <laughs> no, <laughs> come <laughs> on, ex- Tom Cruise, he, do something he, right again. He expected no. he expected Billy Connolly to show up in Honest, the background. I <laughs> No, I guys, I just, I just, what I expected was you just to watch. You should hit him blathered around in Blackfoot. 
<laughs> I just ex- what I was expecting is to watch a good movie. That's what was my expectation. Um, okay. and, 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 and you know what? And you know what? Your expectation arrived because it's so, a fantastic motion picture. So <laughs> hold on, there's more. And there's like okay. weird things that happen in it too. Like, Other than that last uh, dance scene, that was a little weird for me no, too. I get it. That's not the only one, dude. <laughs> that was, first of all, that was so weird and out of place to me, and it made no sense at all. Like they just start tap dancing like with each other and then like it shows the geisha girl girl getting short again like going up and yeah like and then like there's also moments in the movie in the movie where like there was like a rhythm section with the gardeners with the garden hose and then when they were building stuff why Why? I don't understand that either. I did not get that either. That was that was a little out of place for me too. I understand. I hundred percent agree. And with that you, takes that's distracting to me. Why is that there? Because now all I'm thinking about is what the fuck these people are doing. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I can tell you. I'm it's not a good frustrated. reason. It just, I'd like to hear it. So what I took away from those scenes, you're talking about when they had the shovels and they were they were tilling the land. It wasn't right? just that. It was like when they were like dancing in dancing the, in the in mud. The, in the mud. And then when they were building like the festival, they were like building like with with the, the drum of the song. Like why? I get it. Oh my god. I, I took that as trying to immerse the viewer. <laughs> By 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 sound, which is supposedly what this blind man navigates with. I, right? I His wish, world is only sound. I, I, I wish listen, everybody I could that. see. I wish everybody could see Eric's yeah, face. He I, was like I, open mouth, dumbfounded yeah. by because I appreciate the thought that went into that, but that is not what it did. It completely pulled me out of it. I was like, <laughs> why are those people? beating to the soundtrack of the of the movie that they don't even hear because they're in real life <laughs> like that's like what that, i thought like, it was for that's what i was like oh they must be like because because the sound is turned up pretty i mean like you would you wouldn't normally hear a shovel yeah that loudly and they turned it up and that's that's what in my mind i was sitting here thinking like well they must be trying to exemplify what a blind person is hearing right they're just hearing I appreciate that. Them. That's a deep thought, but I just I couldn't. I I was now, so frustrated now, by I it. Will, that I couldn't. I will think tell about you it. this. I will tell you this. This movie did have an abundance of sound effects. They yeah. really, really hit the sound yeah. effects hard, and I think it's for what reason comparatively, uh, Derek. I think I, I I see where you're going with it, and I and I agree with you to a point. I think they went really hard on the sound effects for that reason because this is how he maneuvers around because. You hear him. I mean, you hear everything in this movie. You hear the steps. You hear the sticks. You hear the wind. You hear everything going going on in this movie. The sound effects was this, the sound editing in this movie was out of control because they went everywhere with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 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 I do agree also with Eric's point that the scenes were kind of distracting because the case in point. The procession scene with the people farming, it took me away from the procession. And all I could think of and watch was and look at were the people tilling the soil to the beat of yeah. the song. Like what? And like, and what? like, what's this procession going on? But oh wait, hold on a second. These farmers are tilling to the sound. That's a great beat. It's yeah. a great beat. <laughs> it, it took away from it. And it then did, you know It did get me then, excited about this though, guys, that I'd like to show you is this thing here. <laughs> this thing here, do you see this? I see this, that. This, uh, I know you listeners at home. I know the listeners at home. I'm holding so, what looks like a, a rod, okay? And it's a Japanese, it's called a, wak, a wakasashi. And it's a waka from, what? A wakas, 
Um, a whack-a-mole? I, I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a whack-a-mole. <laughs> it's called a wakazashi. Okay. okay. It's like a bamboo stick, and it's that, you know, like samurais or warriors from Japan. This is actually from World War II. My grandfather served. Sweet. And he brought it back, and this is what it does. It opens up into a blade. <laughs> this is, they had these in the movie, yeah. and the edge retention is still there. This thing is real, and this is, like, actually used by... You know, Zatoichi, which is which is almost identically for anybody who, who's watched the movie. The movie yeah. It's almost identical to, to his walking to his stick walking stick style kind yep. of concept. And uh, I just wanted to show you guys that. And I know the podcast listeners can't see it, but but they can hear it because that thing. I love it. the sound they that makes it. when it closes, dude. Dude, yep. I love that sound. Dude. <laughs> My dad has actually he has a, a katana and a short blade at his house, mm-hmm. and I love taking it down off the shelf and opening it up because it's. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. It's yeah, yeah. one of the it? most I think it's kind of amazing hard to... weapons ever. I mean, I didn't try whenever I went to Japan to buy one of those because I thought there was some kind of don't they have some some kind of older laws like you still can't own like swords or something know. like that or because they'll they'll mess somebody up. <laughs> That's probably well, why. undoubtedly, yeah. undoubtedly. If, I mean, if, if nothing else, you should have these things registered. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, I just know that I want to go out and I want to purchase one from Hattori Hanzo. You know, I'm just kidding. me too. That's oh, I want a Hattori Hanzo sword as well. <laughs> You and every other billionaire out there. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, but but yeah, no, like like I love those swords, and I mean the best thing about those swords, in, in my opinion, is that you can actually touch the back of the blade because uh-huh. the back of the blade is completely dull, and if you get hit with the back of those blades, it's like getting hit with the head with a brick. Yeah, I mean, they're so hard, and it's like well, it's, that's it's part so of the intense. defining factor of a katana. If it yeah. if it is a katana, it is a single sided blade. Yeah, no, not only that, and but it's very, but that very hard, hard to break. metal. Yeah, yeah, very hard because they, they fold thousands of times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they fold and they 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 fold it thousands of times for days or months on end, depending on who the person is. So it's there's a documentary on Netflix on that. You guys should check it out. It's pretty cool. What's cool. that? Oh, really? I'm What's the name? Uh, I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. Yeah. Okay. So, but, uh, so anyway, so about go ahead, Eric. I mean, there was a couple other things too, like that were unanswered to me. Like, why exactly was the brother a geisha? Like, wh- th- why? Okay, so all right, all right, here's my opinion on that. And this is kind of something that I think he wanted to bring to attention. I, look, I'm not a historian in any way, shape, or form, but homosexuality was a part of the Japanese samurai culture. Mm-hmm. Was a part of the culture. Not nothing in a bad way. It was just part of the culture, just like mm-hmm. it was in, in ancient Greece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just sex wasn't really something that was out of was like taboo per se like it is now with you know our puritan ideals here in the united states but i mean uh i think what happened to ask ask about that because i thought i in my mind i'm sitting here thinking like well well why is it okay for because all of these married men are sleeping with this little boy right as as essentially a prostitute and somehow that's socially acceptable in this era and my my thought was, well, maybe they don't see it as cheating because it's a man and a man. I have I no know. idea. I really don't know. I can't. I can't really based on the anthropological aspect of it. But what I can say, from my opinion, from viewing, it's just something that happened, and he, for them to get by, which you see a lot with these days, is people who live on the streets. They have to figure out a way to make some money, uh-huh. and quite a bit of them end up becoming, you know, sex workers or yeah. things of that nature. And these kids had no money, yeah, no I life. Get that part of it. But so like, I think 
I think and he just was happy to be in drag. Okay. So that was his decision. That wasn't like that a, was because there was that scene at the end where he said, Hey, you can be a mannequin. He's like, I like the way well, I like the, the way end. I am now. Okay. By the yeah. end, That's right. He I forgot about that. Yeah, it. I forgot about that. Okay, good. Yeah, so at he's the beginning happy. he was pretty upset about it. Yeah. But he's happy That's to be what I'm gay, saying. Like, but Maybe he just got used to it. Now that's just his personality at at that moment. Um, Okay. I found the documentary. It's called Forging a Katana. It is a YouTube documentary. So it's free to watch for anybody. It's about 45 minutes, 47 minutes long. Forging a a Katana. And it was uploaded on a channel called uh, Jao Raimundo. Yeah, I'd like to see that. J-O-A-O. Because I'm definitely into forging. Forge and fire, so I definitely would watch that. Fire. It's like one of one of the final sword masters who still does it. Let them make a documentary about it. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, okay. well, Eric. Sorry. What else? What Continue. else you got, man? Continue. Uh, just the last thing. I'll I'll really go. And, and these are like I'll say this, and then I'm going to give you like my my end feelings about the movie. But what was the deal with the crazy naked samurai guy? <laughs> Right <laughs> I knew that guy was gonna come up as a conversation. Like, and I and I wrote down in the notes here. What is the deal with the crazy naked samurai? This better pay off at some point, and it doesn't. <laughs> no. Exactly. No, so, no, so no, no. I don't know if he was maybe an homage to Toshiro Mifune's character from Seven Samurai because he's dressed exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch Seven Samurai with Toshiro Mifune, yeah. When you first see his character, he's dressed exactly the same. He's got the hat. He's got the spear. He's got the flag on his back. He's wearing his underwear. <laughs> he's just like, ah! And just, I don't know if maybe it was an homage to him to a certain degree. And they played it up as a guy being a complete fool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's what I got from it. I got from it that it was just a fool of a character and maybe Takeshi just didn't want to fuck with it. He just was like, all right, just go be nuts and run around in your underwear with a spear, dude. Just yeah. go have fun. And who knows, dude, with sometimes with these independent movies, because he produced the movie. So it was his money. So you yeah. could technically say this was an independent flick. Yeah. But like he, you know, who knows what he wants to do in this movie, but he 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 probably just let people go out and just have fun with it. See what okay. happens. Well, overall, listen, this wasn't the worst movie that I've watched with you guys. Okay. There was times that I was like kind of <laughs> engaged. A movie. <laughs> I was kind of engaged in the story, but there's so many like there's just those things that really bothered me. Like I, I didn't I, I wanna know his backstory. I'm a story guy. I wanna know where he came from. I wanna know like there was also like points to like where the like the bodyguard guy, like it's like he just plopped into the story. <laughs> like like it was there was no build up, like he just that ended did. up being there, like, and then the story wasn't even a, really to me about Zatoichi. It was about the geishas, like, and which is fine. I'm okay with that. They actually had the longest part as far as the backstory. Yeah, because like, I, I, they developed them a little bit, you know, at least to like f- figure out why they were where they were and what they were doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was just like I don't know, man. I was left with many many questions <laughs> so and i and that's okay again i guess again it's okay to be left with questions as long as like i feel fulfilled with the story that i saw and i didn't feel that way not the worst movie not the worst movie choice by any means but okay did not love it 
All right, so so for me, okay, so here's my opinion, and and all you guys, both of you guys make valid points, um, and Eric, I definitely disagree with you in regards to the aspect of the storyline, but I understand your point behind the aspect of you know character development and everything because I well, think if you disagree with me, I'm fucking out. <laughs> I think Eric, I think Derek I think Derek had Derek's right because this is such an old beloved character, they weren't going to go into an origin story. Because chances are they've had it, but the origin story is like 40 years ago. And for somebody who's new to the character, I would understand how you would want some kind of origin, especially in this. But I don't think this was going to be considered a reboot. I think this was going to be considered a continuation of the story. Okay. I think it's just Fair another enough. adventure of Zatoichi and uh, you know, as, as he wanders aimlessly as I mean, a like quote-unquote um... blind man, which... I will be honest with you. It was a complete shock because I forgot that whole scene in the movie of when he opens his eyes and he's not blind. I didn't because, realize that's what he was doing, though. I, yeah, I because they had a the conversation minute, about they it. Had a, they, they met because he said I thought the it way, was like allegory. No, oh my it, God. maybe it was. Sometimes it's just degree. exactly what now, you're saying, dude. Now, so, <laughs> so, so like, okay, so the scene where he says, "Oh, so I thought you, I can see you're really not blind," and then he's like, "Well, well, that's the only way you could truly see the world," kind of thing. Blah blah blah. It's the only way you can see a, a human man's true nature. Man's true nature is if you're blind, which is I can see because that's like a social experiment. Now, the part at the end of the movie where he trips on the rock, yeah. Is is hilarious because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, what he was trying to do with that statement at the end of the movie, you know, case in point, yeah. totally disregard the tap dance scene. But the the scene where he falls, it's like you know, no matter he's probably the whole way through, he's always very careful because he's blind to walk carefully. Because if you see him walking, he's super careful as he's walking with his eyes closed. But the the minute he has his eyes open, he's walking with his eyes open. He trips on a fucking rock. Yeah. You know, because it's like he's he's, 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 it turns out I couldn't see anything at all. Exactly, because he's not being, he's being, that makes so much more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I just didn't, in that sense, he's not even looking where he's he's not even, I'm sure it it is a metaphor to a certain degree, but I think he's actually saying that, like, now with my eyes wide open, like, I'm gonna, I tripped because I'm taking all that for granted at this point. With his eyes wide open, he's more blind than ever. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Like that's the whole concept of that last two seconds. Now, exactly. We, I hold, love we still face. need to talk about great. the tap dancing scene. Yeah. <laughs> we still need to talk about that. All right. But. Before we go to that, before we go to that, I think as far as the fight scenes were concerned, my favorite scene, uh, other than that first scene, was at the end with the fucking ninjas. That shit was unbelievable i love that entire scene because it was just like so great because he just he dispatches everybody in like the span of like five seconds yeah. and like and uh, the yeah. other scene i thought was great was the one with, the, scene, I think. with with the with the the bodyguard the yojimbo character the bodyguard mm-hmm. where he like changes his hand if you look, oh yeah, in, when he, in, he twists it, yeah. In, in, so in, in, he visualizes in the, the, in the whole samurai's fight. mind. In the samurai's mind, he visualizes him pulling it out like as if it's a knife, and that's how he fights, where he has to twist his hand down, do all that kind of stuff with his hand. But then he changes the way he hand he holds it, and he holds it like an actual sword, and that screwed him up. He didn't realize that's how he fought. Mm. Also, so yeah, Zatoichi got hurt in that scene. Yeah, but he still killed the other dude. In a heartbeat, and then at the same time, the guy's wife commits seppuku, which yeah. is out of control. I saw that. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, <laughs> "Man, 
Talking about having like a because that that, that was Eric's favorite guy, part. That was I was like, this is really great. Four people just killing themselves. Yeah. This is my this is so my, my kind of. I wish they did this the whole movie. That's what I was oh gosh, Seppuku all around. The the whole thing of like how the Yojimbo, he's not he's not really a bad guy. He's he's yeah. he's just employed by the asshole because he needs money just to, yeah. to help his wife and. I mean, that's. I'm sure this isn't the first time that we've seen like the what do they call it the um, like the relatable villain or whatever. But he's not even the he's not the only he's not the main villain, right? He's just a relatable villain. No, yeah, the main villain is Boss Kuchinawa. Right, and that guy was a total dick. Yeah, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and I knew it was him, by the way, right off the bat. You know why? Because of his top knot. I recognize this top knot. I'm like, holy shit, that old man is Boss Kuchinawa. Because <laughs> that in the, means you in watch the, a lot of samurai movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like how like today you see if you see like, a character using an Android phone, you know it's the bad guy, right? Because as soon as I was watching, what told you? I could see the fold in that knot, and I knew. I knew. Shut up. So in the scene where Boss Kuchinawa's back is to the camera and he's talking to Ugiya and he's talking to Ginzo, which is also known as Inosuke in the movie. He's those two those two major underlings. He's talking to them and I see his little tiny top knot. He's got a little tiny one. A little tiny one. And he's an old man hunched over. And then they show us the old man like 30 minutes into the movie, the one they keep talking about, the sake house. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. That's the boss. I bet you money. That's the boss because his little tiny top knot and he's hunched over. You know what I mean? Like it was hilarious. I was like, oh, that's the dude. That's the dude. Isn't it strange how like they they portray these thugs, the gangsters who who are the bad guys in this whole series, right? They portray them as being egotistical and and very commanding, and they demand the best of the best. And it's the guy who's like serving sake in a little shitty bar. Seems yeah. like a nice guy too. And you know? he breaks shit and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> Seems like a really yeah, nice dude. guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you almost feel bad for him when he says, which he literally slices his eyes open. I mean, he had so, to do it. He also murdered a bunch of families. Yeah, he, he had to do it, you know. That's true. That's understandable. I, I, and now I see both sides of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> But either way, okay. So uh, the tap, tap scene? dance, tap dance scene. I love. Okay, a bi- I always, I'm, I'm always a big fan of a bit of soft shoe. I did in not. The movie. <laughs> okay, so I soft shoe. Oh, you, you actually, you actually. <laughs> I, I, I tried to. I tried to. Yeah. Um, a little bit of soft shoe always works in my case. So I, I <laughs> eat I your was... heart out. Eat your heart out, Irving Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Gene Kelly. Let's knock it out the park, baby. <laughs> do you know who those guys are, Derek? I know. <laughs> what about what about uh? Do you do? You... <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the who's the guy that did all that in the forties with the dancing and what's her name? Uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Gene, you said Gene, Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Oh, Fred Astaire. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Fred Astaire oh, and, and Ginger Rogers. Yeah, yeah dude. That was yeah. when, like, you went to acting school and you came out being able to dance and sing and act or, and or you went, freaking or out you of went, talent and shit. Or you went to Hollywood and were completely sexually molested by producers. It oh, all works yeah. out the same way. I mean, usually it ended up in the same way. So, <laughs> so, <either> way, <laughs> um, so I was a little 
curious about that because again, this whole time I'm treating this like a traditional samurai movie from the eighties and nineties. Not and, even close. And I, and this sequence happens and it all the way up to that point, it was just right in the bag with the rest of them. Not any different. I could treat it the same as all the others. And I enjoyed every bit of it. And then the tap dancing scene. And I was like, look, I'm, I'm really into Japanese culture and I definitely don't know all of it. So I was like, well, maybe there's some kind of ancient Japanese <laughs> art of tap dancing and and I just don't know about it. Yeah. There's lots of cultures I am very ignorant yeah. about. So I cuz I they they've got tao drum which is a whole thing yeah. that was included mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. very cultural to them and they still do that in some areas as a, like an art form and whatnot. And I was like tap dancing like I mean they're wearing the the Asian style shoes. I mean maybe I don't know. So I did some research and it turns out there's some kind of tap dancing company out of Japan that just wanted to be involved somehow. <laughs> it's like hey yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can we can we get some of our choreo in this movie? Is that cool, bro? And he's and like, yeah. "Oh, come on, let's do this. <laughs> let's bring That's in basically let's all bring I could sa- find. Let's bring There's in a Savion Japanese yeah. ta- dance studio, a da- Japanese dance organization that was like, "Yeah, we can choreograph that. We'll make it tap dancing." <laughs> and they just worked in a bunch. And of- the director's like, "Yeah, this makes sense. This let's works. do this. this let's works. do this." Be- Beat Takeshi's like, "That's why my name is Beat because this is on point." I mean, I was just like. <laughs> I, and I saw that and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to omit that from the movie because it definitely doesn't belong and I don't get it. And I'm just going to I'm going to forget that that happened. Because <laughs> it's so I don't, it's so out so, of place. I don't get it. <laughs> it, it, it I will be I, I'm 100 percent with you, dude. That whole scene, like I was like, if the if the if the dancing black the dancing construction workers farmers didn't really take it out of the movie for you, that definitely distracted me because I was like, I understand there's a festival. They mentioned the festival. I get yeah, it. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Drum is all about that stuff. I and get the, it. The geishas and the kimonos but and I'm all really, the different fireworks. I didn't and all know. That stuff. I didn't know I was looking at a Japanese version of the Cotton Club happening. In I my, think fireworks is actually a Chinese thing. Now that I think about it, but I, regardless, no, they, are, they are. They are. They are. They're from so they're originally what, from China. What but, time period is this supposed to be taking? All right. So that's 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 one thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. So. It's like the 1870s uh, or something. So here's like that. the deal. So here's the deal. I there's they don't specify a time period. Uh-huh. Now, if we're in the 1870s, there were smack dab in the Edo period, which is when the emperor was removing samurais. Which is that that's not the case because then you would have seen soldiers in like like soldier like an actual soldier like a westernized mm-hmm. soldier garb. You would have seen trains, which there weren't any. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. As far Edo as that period ended in 1868, so it was just yeah. at the end of the Edo. Yes. Period, if, okay. if it was 1870, you know, and 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 the movie, and and so if we're gonna respond to uh, you know compare it, so like Last Samurai, I think it was like in the 1880s, I think, or 1870s, because it was talking about the Indian Wars as well. So that was quite quite a ways after. But I I, I find out when it is, Derek. I can hear you tapping, your, tapping, my, tapping. Your, your keyboard. Now. I looked. I thought about this when I was watching. It was like, when does this take place? Now, one of the characters, if you saw Ugia, which is one of the bad guys, the the, the lieutenants of Boss Kuchinawa, he pulls out a, a revolver. That's why I was like, when does this take place? So mm-hmm. I didn't look specifically at what kind of revolver. I could always just say, okay, let's just say a Colt. And if we were gonna say, okay, how old is a Colt? Like, when did a Colt revolver first come out? Mm-hmm. And they first came out in the in 1831. Okay, so maybe so it's legit. if we were, I mean, 
it's sometime after 1831, probably probably between 1830 and like let's say 1860s, 1870. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's because if it's the Edo period, if it's the, and then fall of Edo and and fall and and fall of the samurai, I don't think it's that. And it's probably around 1830, 1840 time period. That's probably where they're going at because he when he pulled that revolver, I'm like, wait a minute. This Last samurai like, was based in the 1870s as well. Yeah, same, so same so era. so if we if, if if we're gonna think about where this movie was at, it's probably in the 1830s, 1840s. So it's just when you know, like Japan is just starting to open up its doors, and of course they open up their fir- their doors first to fucking guns. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they had rifles, and they would. I mean, they had rifles from like the the, the, the 1700s. They had, had rifles from beforehand, mm. but I mean, it was. But I mean, like. I mean, they didn't really start opening stuff up until like the 1800s when the British showed up. And they opened up opened 1853. Up. So, so we're right in the right window. I yeah, mean, we're in that like, window. Historically speaking. Okay, well, that makes me feel better because I was kind of like, it just looked out of place to have this a is gun not like It's not like we're talking about the 1600s and the, and the feudal Japan and the, the rise of Nobunaga Oda as the shogun of Japan. No, we're not talking that time period. No. Okay. No, no, no. We're not talking that. Well, it but just, I totally get it. I totally it just get seemed it. weird. Like uh, the gun with everything else i was like that just seems like it's and not, not only that he didn't even here. fire it i'm like dude shoot the blind dude i mean really yep i mean Don't someone hesitate. got shot but it was a guy who got his arm <laughs> yeah, but it was on the yeah. <laughs> outside. yeah exactly yeah so. <laughs> when he hit it when he when he when he went he sliced his arm and he shot it or whatever yeah. what did he do i don't even remember the, but the, yeah the gun fell on the ground yes and, it and shot then the dude somebody raged for it while it was on the ground yeah. and it shot through a wall and killed somebody out in the garden yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy the guy and that, that was the guy who actually survived yeah yeah he had actually survived the attack yeah so, so, but no, but yeah, other than that, looks on you, dude. Yeah, should have fucking run, but <laughs> but no, yeah, it's like the like the tap dance scene totally was like missed the mark with me. I mean, I a hundred percent agree. And then the the the, the time period was like kind of confusing, but yeah, that's the only way I can think of that. It would I, that's the only way to explain it? Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's accurate, I'm not beat Takeshi. I don't know what he was going with as far as the screenplay and his directing, but all in all. My opinion of the motion picture is very high. I've always liked this movie. I've I haven't seen this movie honestly in almost fifteen years. I saw it when the when the first time I saw it, it was at Blockbuster, mm-hmm. FYI, and I saw it off a of Blockbuster. I saw it on the wall. I grabbed it, watched it with my brother. We enjoyed it, and it's the first time I've seen it since then. And but I I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what you say, Eric. I don't care what you say. You I love this movie. It's funny you say that because I imagine like whenever I think about the last time I went to Blockbuster. This is a perfect Blockbuster movie. <laughs> Derek, you've never been to Blockbuster, okay? Stop have, acting like dick, you've been okay? there. You've yeah, never I mean, been to Blockbuster. I mean, okay, first off, wow, I very rarely ever went to Blockbuster because I went to the family video oh. that was much closer and way cheaper. <laughs> Dude, Blockbuster was Blockbuster expensive. video. You guys wow, were family video? Or Hollywood video? Hollywood video. There was Hollywood, video. Hollywood, there was video, Hollywood yes. video. There was another one too that was a chain. I forget. It'll come to me later, but... Anyway, sorry. Another useless fact we all still remember. Yeah. Yes, and and of course you 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 millennials don't understand that. So, oh, anyways, uh, <laughs> it's true though, bro. It's true. It's true, bro. It's true. Anyways, all right. So, all right. So now that we've gone over the motion picture ad nauseum, uh, and uh, <laughs> I listen I, real quick before you go into the ratings, which I think we're about to do. Yes. 
I want you guys to I love the fact that you that you love this movie and I love the mm-hmm. fact that you like it Derek even though I don't you know just to want to point that out I I there's something nice about that I hate that I've hated every movie we've watched <laughs> so far though I really am just looking forward to seeing one that I'm like this one blew me away which is about to happen cuz I'm picking it but, <laughs> Just so you know, I love the fact that you guys like the movie. I don't. Yeah, I, there's the no. It's funny that you say that now when we are not talking about a Marvel movie. <laughs> if it no, was a no. Marvel movie, you'd no, be like, you guys are definitely judging wrong. Yes, I'd be judging. You listeners at home, I mean, this is the whole reason for the podcast is that for us to watch movies that maybe we have never really seen or would have cared to, whether or not we enjoy it, it's neither here nor there. It's expanding our motion picture I'm gonna presence. I'm gonna tease before we say it in here just a few moments folks we're gonna t- tell you what season two is all about but I'm looking forward to the concept of season two for that very reason exactly I, I am think so excited too. to uh, when, broaden when, my horizons and possibly like some movies and possibly hate some of your fucking movies I, think you guys are gonna, I might hate them I, I think you guys are gonna hate some of my choices I'm excited it's okay. I, it's I think okay. that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point of this is that so we can love or hate it or just you know be no, mostly hate, mostly. Hate. And but to, I'm, and, I'm looking forward to it. You know, and just or just be eh to it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's all good. All right. So going to the rating system. Let's go ahead and Eric. Let's start off with you. Okay. Um, honestly, this this like I said. So it's how not... many? So how many sliced up <laughs> oh, samurai bodies are you counting this motion picture? Um, out of uh, <laughs> out of I'm gonna give it a a, a score. Give me a score out of, of out of like one I'm to giving, thirteen. I'm giving no, no a really giving, fucked up number. I was about to say out of a score of a hundred million. I'm gonna give it <laughs> a, six. A, a six. six. <laughs> a six no. Um, honestly, no, no. I'm gonna give this film like a. I, I, there was things about it that I liked. I liked the feel of it. I liked there was a retro look to it. There obviously was a style behind it that they were shooting for. So technically. Like from a cinematography standpoint, it wasn't like out of this world, but it was really cool to watch. I hated the special effects that kind of took me out. But if I'm giving it a score from one to 10, like a normal score, um, I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a five point eight. I I see that. And, you know, you know, what's funny. I don't Have you ever seen one of his motion pictures, Eric? Yes, I saw Zatoichi. (laughs) No, 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 no. Have you ever seen one of his other motion pictures? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So the crazy thing about it is. Is if you watch Zatoichi to a certain wait degree, no Battle kinda, Royale was that him? No 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 okay, he just sorry, starred yeah. in the motion okay, picture. Right. But Zatoichi is kind of a slow burn. It is. It's a very that was one of the things oh, I forgot yeah. to mention. It's slow. Yeah, it is. A, it is a slow burn, and that's the thing with him. His movies are a slow burn, mm-hmm. all of them. So if you watch Sonatine, if you watch Violent Cop, if you watch Outrage, those movies are a slow burn, and mm-hmm. they're all gangster. He's all he's famous for gangster movies, mm-hmm. gangster and cop movies. That's mm-hmm. what he's famous for. Okay. And so all his movies that he directs or he acts because he doesn't really show a lot of emotion in any motion picture, mm-hmm. and. And so that's the thing with him is that a lot of his movies, he portrays a slow burn, unemotional character mm-hmm. going through the motions of what he has to put, what he has to do in the day. So based on that, if you ever watch something, you're going to watch a comedian. Yes. Yes. Because, oh my God, we'll, we'll talk on that in a moment, but there's a, the, the, he, he does a lot of stuff and that's what he was in the beginning. He started off as a comedian, hmm. like a stand up comedian. 
And he's actually, I don't know if you remember this. There was a show that was like a late at night show on like syndicated TV called Max X, Maximum Exposure. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes they would show on Maximum Exposure, or uh, there was another show that he was on that basically showed like two dudes who were like, it was like a Japanese show, and it was showing like Japanese like variety like shows, like kind of like Overboard or whatever, yeah. uh, like that. And it, he was one of the dudes on the show. Because yeah. I remember watching the show and I'm like, wait a minute. Holy fuck. That's Takeshi Kitano. And he's. And he was, and of course it's dubbed, but but he's smiling, which he never does in any movie. He never. This is the only movie I ever seen him smiling. Isn't so, he wearing like 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 some sort of like like Japanese flowery, like yes. flower like yes yeah. yes yeah dude I I remember that so much so that was him <laughs> that was him oh wow. he's one of the dudes and he they're just they're like talking in mad innuendos sexual yeah. innuendos the entire show yeah and they're like you like. This is this is Stephanie and she and she loves she loves to go all night long and she's like I love it hard and she does something else you know what I mean some yeah. weird shit like that but yeah did you so, guys like the scene with that guy who was like doing the comedic skit with the doorway that was you know that about? was a little stupid so yeah I was, at first was like and I wrote that as one of my notes I don't think I understand Japanese comedy. <laughs> I know. I will say that their comedy is very different. Yes. yes. Um, it's not like dry British humor like Benny no, Hill. No. Yeah. It, it is not something that I think has translated to the Western side of, of the planet much. Yeah. Ever. It, it seems to me like it's very, it's like, it's like over, like it's, it's overacted comedy. Like mm-hmm. they go, it's like way past the norm of what you would experience actual comedy is but it's just me but anyways so Anyhow, you had yeah. 5.8 5.7 5.7 5.7 did 7. i say 5.8 i might have said you did okay whatever you can change it i'm drinking okay give me a break okay, all right. <laughs> it's your score right. you i'm, still I'm sticking it. with 5.8 i'm gonna go with 5.8 all right, derek derek what are you what are you standing at buddy it turns out that he actually said 5.7. We just fed him 5.8. So now we no, raised his no, score. No. You guys got it's yourself man- a tenth of a point, you, you cheating it's bastards. It's the Mandela effect over here with our ratings. Go ahead, dude. I, I'm pretty sure you said 5.8. Anyway, um, man, I enjoyed it. And uh, I don't I don't want to rate this based on the era that it was released. I want to I want to rate it as the film that it most closely related to, the way that I kind of see it fitting with other films. And uh, with that being said. Man, uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point three. Okay, I think, I think that's that works. I think that's about where it lands. It's if you enjoy samurai movies, like the old school samurai movies, if you watched like old kung fu movies like Drunken Master, and you enjoyed that kind of style, this is just a samurai film in that same style, and it's mm-hmm. it's done well, but it's more modern. No, I, I I totally agree with you. Now, as far as me, I will give this motion picture a solid. I give it a solid, uh, solid eight dead sliced up gangsters. That's what I'm going to go ahead and give it at. I think mm-hmm. I, I've always loved this motion picture. I think it's one of the, uh, it's one, of, it's one of, my, one of my favorite samurai flicks. Um, I've always been a big fan of it, and and I've always been a big fan of his movies, even though they are slow burn and they're kind. Some of them are kind of tough to get through, mm. but I've always you know appreciated like his his view of the world and his his lens as they say when you do it and you know you know i'm not the only one i mean ron tomatoes gives it an 87 percent, so i'm not the only one who liked it 
and that yeah. Eric's not the only one that did it. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, with all that being said, it's still better than in the army now, baby. I really <laughs> gotta go. Back. I really gotta go back and watch it, man. All, all right, right top shelf. All right, top shelf. So, top shelf. All right, since I picked it, I'm gonna go first. So my top shelf actually um, is is kind of different. It's not really. You know, per se, anything that that you guys have seen lately. But um, right now, I'm in the middle of. I could have gone with another samurai movie that I'm watching now, but I'll I'll save that for another episode. Is it your Jimbo? Um, Tell me it's your Jimbo. No, it's not your Jimbo, dude. I'm watching Blade of the Immortal, but that's just not. Ooh, there. good pick. Okay, so okay. But that's not my that's not my top shelf. My top shelf actually is. Um, it's actually a show I'm watching right now. It's a limited series on Netflix. It's a no, limited. It's a it's a it's a four episode documentary. You piece on, of shit! That was gonna be mine. What Sons of Sam? Yes, that was gonna be mine. <laughs> ah, I love it. That was literally what's gonna be mine. All right, you know what? I'm gonna take but that. You one hate back. everything we want. I'm, I'm gonna take that one back, Eric. No, why don't no, you go no, ahead? You can, no, I'm messing no, 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 with you. Man. Have it, you can have it. You can have it. I have so many I've seen. So you go. Okay. You go, brother. Are you? You, you have go. another top shelf? I can pick it up. I little, don't. You just go ahead. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you go, Derek. Eric. Eric. Did Eric. You, you go, and I'll, I'll, right. I'll say mine. Did you? Real quick before I go, did you watch it yet? Did you finish it? I'm in the middle of the third episode. Oh God. Anyway, so yeah, that is. Uh, to steal the you stole the words right out of my mouth <laughs> my top shelf since i've totally snaked it from him today is <laughs> the netflix limited series sons of sam which is about the serial killer the son of sam in new york city and there's a lot of information that we get from this documentary that kind mm-hmm. of puts a lot of new york city uh uh justice system on blast for missing for a whole lot of things involving this case especially around the fact that this man got put in jail for being the lone murderer uh of these people in new york city and uh newsflash he was not alone (laughs) (laughs) there was more people involved and uh the 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 city dropped the ball and i mean i don't mean to talk shit because i'm from the northeast i'm uh, born and bred New Jersey guy. I'm a New York sports fan, but they dropped the ball on this one. That's all I'm oh, going to say. Oh, big time, bro. And watch big the time. documentary. It is really well done. Like Tomas said, it's great. Um, give it a give it a give it a viewing, man. It'll suck you right in. Uh, Derek, you might have a hard time with it because you're scared of everything, but it's still good. I also don't do true crime, so no. Yeah, you're not. You're, <laughs> I, oh, I would dude, steer that clear movie, that one, Ben. This, this episode, this, this that show is so good, dude. Because I mean, it's you know, just as a not not just spoilers, it's just that for some re- some way in some weird way, Manson is connected yep. to this mm-hmm. in a weird way. I have to. That's what I'm waiting for. Just to wait watch, to, to, to this point. I, I watched all four like back to back. I couldn't stop. So I mean, the one thing I'm wondering is like I, I want to see how it's connected because it's like because then you wonder like I mean based on that information, is it like so far fetched? No. Really? No. No. Wow. Wait till I'm you. Super excited. No. No. I'm super and excited. And I'm, I'm not about that. Like I'm a big true crime true crime fan. I don't like outrageous like theories. Because sometimes dude, they they they, yeah. they like connect sometimes, the dots yeah. in some weird way. No, this one's pretty pretty straight up. <laughs> I feel pretty I feel pretty confident <laughs> there that everything in this documentary is there. real. Yeah. So like there's oh, okay. It's not like oh this is a and theory I, here or there. No, this and, is legit. You know. And 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 also you know which is a little like cherry on top of the whole documentary is. 
that's narrated by Paul Giamatti, mm-hmm. which is a complete, just so fucking great. Yeah. Like, that just was like, when I saw the first episode, I'm like, is that the dude's real voice? Wow, that's kind of cool. And then they said narrated. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was so happy at yep. that point. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I can't wait for you it's to finish that because I'd, I'd like to talk to you it. more about it. It's good. It, especially the it. last episode. There's just like, it's great. Sorry. Okay. But that was my, thank you for letting me steal your. Yes. Your, no, no, no. Your you're topic. good. You're good. You're good. I got one anyways. Um, I actually saw uh, a brand new Netflix series that just came out. And I actually mentioned to you guys, I gave you guys an update on it. It's a show called Jupiter's you Legacy. You piece of shit. That was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I have so been Jupiter's, wanting to watch this show. So, so tell me all so, about it. So Jupiter's, I, I don't want to take too much on it because I want to keep you guys spoiled. So Jupiter's Legacy is a show about this like super it's like there's these supers in America and they're just there's there's a ton of them actually and they don't have secret identities people know who they are in real life and who they are as supers like they know their names they know who they are because none of them really wear masks but even if they wear masks they know about them so like case in point so the main character of the show like they know Superman is Kal-El Yes. Okay. But these are all – so that's one of the things. They tell you how they become supers. But – so the main character on the show is a guy by is, – is, is acted by Josh Duhamel. He's, he's, a, he's, the, he's the main character. And his character's name is Sheldon Sampson. But he's also like the strongest super in the whole world. His name is – and his, his, his code name is Utopian. Everyone knows that Utopian is Sheldon Sampson. There's even some scenes where even the, the supervillains know their names. Like the villains know their names. Like there's a scene where Utopian goes to meet the supervillain called Blackstar in like a supermax that's built for supervillains. And he goes to him and says, hey, do you know about George, which is another super, uh, another superhero? And he's like, oh, he's the one I love the most out of you guys because he fucking took me out for drinks after he beat the shit out of me. You know, it was like it was like that <laughs> kind of conversation. It's a kind of a – it's a weird okay. show. but but Is it live violent. action? It's live action. Okay. It's live action. And it's 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 Josh Hamill. It's got Leslie Bibb in it. And they have kids who are also supers. And then and like so like it's crazy, dude. It's it's and there's a lot of like time jumps because it starts off in present day. Okay. And then but it also starts off in nineteen twenty nine before the fall of the stock market. Sure. Which plays a big part in the motion picture as far as the in the show of the character development. So it's it's one of those things where and they're constantly jumping in the first season from present day to 1929 hmm. constantly. So, you know, the only way you really know is when they change costumes because <laughs> you know, and Josh Duhamel doesn't have a full on fucking Zeus beard. You know what I mean? And long ass hair. You know what I mean? That's how you know the difference. But it's like, you know, it, it's one of those things where you find out how they got their powers and there's still even some unanswered questions on that. Front. Oh, so there's it, character development. Oh, plenty oh, of it. I hope so. It's I'm eight, interested it's eight, now. It's eight fucking episodes. So yeah, yeah. But not everybody dies. So you know, you probably <laughs> drop it. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. There's, there's plenty of people fucking dying in this show. I'll tell you what. <laughs> 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 Turns out it's all green. They all already died. Eric's like glued to the screen. <laughs> They're in limbo. Yeah, actually, you're in li- you're in Sheldon Sampson's limbo in his head. He's actually there. You go. That's it. Uh, anyways, but no, but yeah, it's I'm a, watch it's, that. it's I'm a really, yeah. it's a really cool show. I suggest you guys sit down and watch it. Jupiter's Legacy. I will. I will. I'm interested. You got me. All right. Derek, what you got? Okay. So um, I like to give a, a bunch of shout outs all at once. And oh, so man. I no, run out of stuff. Just it. one. One. Jeez. One. 
And, save and so, it, bro. Yeah, save it for here, the next I've week. got mine. I've got mine right here. And I'm surprised that I haven't actually brought this up because I watch this show as it comes out every week. Bob's Burgers, guys. Oh, I oh, thought you were yeah. going to say This Is Us. Okay. I thought, I thought you were going to say Rugrats. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know Rugrats, Rugrats anymore. He doesn't know what that bum, is. Bum, 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 you, mean, you mean Doug? You mean uh, Doug? Funny? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Bob's Burgers. Uh, if you don't know what it is, uh, go watch it. I know what it That's is. really all I can tell you. It, it's, it's, it's not edgy. It's very funny, but it's family friendly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's on FX. And, it's on Fox. Um, it's on yeah, Fox. I think that's Fox, Fox. yeah. And uh, as a bonus, I've got Futurama. It's already over, but it's really good. Go check it out. I love that show, and I could rewatch that show anytime I wanted. <laughs> okay. Great, great ending to a show. I've, I honestly have never seen Futurama. Um, if you I'm trying to think what show it's just like, because there is a show that it's very similar to, and I can't remember. Um, uh, the Simpsons. It, it's, it's pretty close to The Simpsons. It is pretty close to well, at least in the animation style and, and the jokes for that yeah, matter. Yeah, it's but close. it's based in the future, and yeah. there's a there's yeah. a guy who he gets cryogenically frozen accidentally, and he just lives through a few millennia. And wakes up, and apparently he's got one relative, and that's who he goes to work for at a delivery service. <laughs> sounds like across space. Sounds like an animated version of Idiocracy. <laughs> uh, it definitely has some notes there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think it's only got. Uh, I want to say it's like seven or nine seasons or something like that, and it has can, a pretty good love story ending to the main character. Where, where can we see it, dude? Ooh, let me look that up. Uh, I think it's on uh, FX. Futurama. Uh, I happen to have Just Watch pulled up. Um, for those folks who haven't heard this in a while, JustWatch.com. You can plug in any kind of show you're interested in or movie, and they'll tell you where you can stream it. And it turns out Futurama is not available anywhere. Really? Interesting. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, on Hulu. It's on Hulu. There yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, I was about to say, it's on Hulu because it's Disney. So check it out on Hulu. Oh wow, you can watch it on Hulu, DirecTV, Sling, Sci-Fi, Comedy Central, and if you want to rent it, Google Play, Vudu, Amazon, Apple TV, Fandango. So it's all over actually. Yeah, um, pretty good if show. You have, if you have seasons. Hulu, you can watch it. Yeah, if you have Hulu, you can watch everything because that's all Disney, and they own and Disney owns Twenty Century Fox. If you didn't know about that, if you were you've been in a hole in the ground for the last two years, they own Twenty Century Fox. Mm. So yeah. So that brings us to this. Climax of climaxes, the end of season one and we the have, unveiling of we season have, two. We have driven down and, and handled the rapids of the Cum Canal known as... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Dragged Aaron through the dredges of the Marvel movies and we will rise again. If, if you guys have not seen, if you know the reference, it's from Rick and Morty, you all yep. know. Yep. You know, Jesus has mad Cum Canals. No, no, no. <laughs> cum Gutters. Come gutters, yeah. come gutters. Yeah. I keep forgetting it. Yeah. It's come gutters. You're right. <laughs> Anyways, but we have now made it to the end of the first season. Uh, we have done every letter in the alphabet. Uh, surprisingly, sometimes twice. Sometimes twice. Case in point, A. Uh, There's a few did, of them. A was the first one, which a was is not a good start. <laughs> no, it was not a good start. We did a lead of Battle Angel, and the sound was not working. We did Then we did Akira, and it worked out from there. But you know, a few of the episodes had some issues with you know, and it was all it's all in good fun and we've had a good time, we've had a nice little run. 
but we're not now ending. We're it sounds like we're, no, we're ending. We're not, we're not ending. ending. We're we're just ending this this type of uh, aspect of the show. We're going to be moving on to the next portion, season two. Uh, and you never know, season two may we're just go be on reviewing forever. Reviewing makeup products. Yes, I I want to I want to make sure <laughs> yes, that whatever sir. makeup we use has been harnessed from the blubber of whales. I'm going to be a glamour and, guy <laughs> and dolphins. I want to make sure oh, that God. okay. No, what we're really going to do yeah, is Eric is going to tell you about blind season men two. In, blind men in Tibet. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take over from here before we get <laughs> kicked off Apple. I want to make sure sweatshops <laughs> have been hindered oh and my purchased. God. Can it, <laughs> Anyways, can it. all right, all right. No, no. So we're going to go to the second season, and Eric. Is gonna so is gonna boldly explain how we're gonna move on. Hopefully, to this makes season. sense to all of you because this is it's a, can come across as confusing, but I yes, am going so to try please, my best. Please explain succinctly. I'm gonna. We'll try. Go ahead. All right. So, thought, what we're planning on doing moving forward is that each one of us is going to choose a genre, and but by what we mean by genre too doesn't mean it has to be straight comedy, straight drama, straight uh, horror. We can choose any type of hybrid genres that we want. So what we mean by that is it's not going to be okay. <laughs> what we mean by that is what we mean by that is if you want to do Steven Spielberg movies, that counts as the genre. If you want to do movies based in space, that is the genre movie. If you want to do straight comedy, that's the genre that you're going to choose. How but about, the way- how about nineties erotic thrillers? If that's oh, what God. you want to do, <laughs> yes. you can do it. Please don't, though. No. Yeah, or not. But if you I want to watch Hard Bodies too. That's what to. I want to watch. Tomas's first genre is going to be be Marvel movies yes. that Eric can't stand. Yeah. So that Phase is the way it's going to work. But the way it works beyond that, too, is so once we pick a genre, then that means I have to choose a movie from it. Then Derek would have to choose a movie from it and Tomas. So I'm the first one to pick. I'll say this again. I'm going to pick the genre this week. So I will pick the first I'm movie. I'm super excited. I'm so excited I, I will pick for this. the first movie. <laughs> then Derek will pick the next one. Then Tomas will pick the next one. Then once we finish all three of us picking in that genre, then Derek is going to choose his genre and the movie. Yep. And then Tomas will pick the movie. And then I will. And then yep. Tomas is going to get a chance to pick the genre. And we're going to go round robin like that yeah so and we will do that twice which will mean we will be doing that for 18 films and that's what season two is going to be all about and so please very please release the suspense i'm I'm, I'm, I'm so excited right now i'm so excited the genre what's the genre 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 the genre that i'm going to pick first is (laughs) 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 the genre that i'm going to pick is one that you guys have not done I looked at the okay. list of all, because I've only been here since episode 20, and I looked at the rest of the episodes that you did, and you guys have not done this for anything. Okay. Oh, God. I am picking, I want, porn. It's porn. I Watch. want <laughs> melodramas. I want hard dramas. <laughs> melodrama. Oh, and what I mean by melodrama is, oh, I don't want a rom-com. Do not give me Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> I'm talking about melodrama, and by melodrama, I mean I want to see. I want to see. Uh, I don't know. Give me like a Shawshank. Give me like a. Oh, give me like a. Give me. A, give me like a, a Magnolia. That's what I want. You one of you guys better pick Magnolia. Okay. I do not want anything light. I do not want anything romance. I want a drama. That's what I want. Okay. A hard melodrama. melodrama. I'm 
I don't care what time period it is either, but fellas, just pick a drama. I want All a Kramer right, versus so Kramer. I want a Sophie's Choice. I want a Schindler's one. List. That's what I'm looking for, okay? I'm going to find I, the one animated <laughs> from Japan. If you do that, I'm going to send you a, like a fist in the mail. So it just pops out of the box. I'm going to open the box the and the fist is just going to yeah, knock me out. Right in the face. <laughs> So that is the, and that I was, is what. And I was like, he, you, you called, you called Eric and be like, "Did you get my fucking fist, bitch? Did you get my fist?" <laughs> so what's your so pick, dude? My pick. So that's melodramas, guys. Oh, Understand shit. that. I think okay. Hard can, drama. Can I add something? Hard to this? drama. Can I Hard add drama. something to this? Go ahead. Go if ahead. you do not pick within the genre, we can say no. You pick again. I think that we should be able to do that. That's I think fair. so too. Okay, I think yeah. so too. Right. And we will, I will, and I will edit. If we have to forget, I will edit and put in the the the, the Jeopardy music. I don't give a shit if we're gonna Perfect. get sued for it. <laughs> I will put in the Jeopardy music for a short amount of time for you to be able to pick, and yeah. we will edit that. You part. need to. Well, I, so you I better would. come correct with two movies, okay? <laughs> so just saying, <laughs> Derek. Oh, fuck you off. better specifically come correct. You, specifically, you, Derek. Yes. You better come correct. Come right. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but I already have a movie in mind. Good. I already have a movie in mind. So the movie that I'm picking for next week that we're going to be watching is a wonderful film. It's one of my favorite films. I would probably put it in my top 10. This film stars Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. And the film's name is Blue Valentine, guys. Okay. This is available to watch for free on Pluto, on Amazon Prime, on Amazon Prime. On Tubi with HBO Max subscription, it's available there. If you'd like to rent it, it's rentable on iTunes, Vudu, and Apple TV. This film is a serious drama directed by Derek C. in France to me, who's one of the best filmmakers alive right now in our time. He also made a film called The Place Beyond the Pines, starring Ryan Gosling and Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper. He also just made a TV series called I Know This Much Is True on HBO, which was a melodrama, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was an amazing film. The acting was on on point. It was uh, Mark Ruffalo. It was Throw throw a little kudos to Marvel there. He won. <laughs> he won though. He won the. Dude, award he was movie. amazing, and Derek C. in France is a fantastic proponent of cinema in yeah. the dramatic arts and i'm excited for you two dweebs to watch this this week <laughs> especially you Derek. i don't know why but you're making a weird face and i'm really excited about it so blue valentine suckers i'm good with that i am good with that have you guys I seen actually, it have either one of you i've seen never it? i've never seen yes. it. i've never seen it honestly i've i've wanted to watch it i've wanted to watch it i just i've never been in the mood for it oh Honestly? There is, there's no way to be ready for it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and my wife's asked me, should we watch this movie? Ooh. I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this movie Ooh. right now. She's like, I don't know either. Ooh. So I think I'm gonna sit and watch it with my wife. I think we're gonna watch it okay. together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it, fellas. I can't wait to watch it again too. I love this. This film. is gonna. You know what's funny is that I think with I think this is gonna be so strange considering like all the other podcasts, what kind of movies they fucking watch. Yeah, I know. The they always watch like cheesy fucking action or, there's you know, and if you look at the like catalog that. of films that you guys have watched there is nothing even close no, to this film no. on there i think we i think we i think we consciously decided not to go super dramatic sorry buddy. but i'm just sorry <laughs> i'm just i'm just glad there's that three we're, of them glad here's here. three of them Got them here guys Sorry, um, sorry, I mixed everything up for you. Here's, here's sorry, three not moving sorry. forward. Not here's at all. three moving forward. Here's three moving and forward. And we'll have a ton cool. to, I feel like, honestly, because 
all uh, and and I don't I'm not going to go too far into it, but you both are married. And mm-hmm. watching this film and me being married as well, I think we're going to have a ton to talk about. A ton. I think so too. To talk I think about. so too. So I'm excited about watching this. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to kind of go because that's we 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 consciously didn't want to be like complete fucking downers, which is cool, which is fine to a certain degree because we didn't want to do that like in the first. But now that we've done the first season, we've done those movies. Now we can kind of just kind of branch out and do different shit. Also so it's too, fun. Also, too, be fun. just so you know, melodrama doesn't have to be a downer, but the films that I like are so. <laughs> You know, but you better come <laughs> correct because I will tell you, Derek. Nah, son, not today. <laughs> okay, so you better come correct. That's all I'm saying. I already, I have two options in my mind. I'm excited. Already. I'm excited. I have two options. I have two options for me. So, all anyways, right, all right. So we're good to go. So based on that information, the next movie is gonna be Blue Valentine, starring Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. Uh, everybody, we enjoyed having you on this first season. We appreciate you guys taking the time with us each and every episode. And uh, for all of the purposes, everybody, have a great time. Good night. Good night.